Greetings and salutations, noble listeners. Welcome back to the podcast that scratches the itch that other podcasts can't quite reach and does it with style, substance and smut. I am the golden-fingered easer of itches, known as Rooney, and here with me is he of the stinky fingers... Reggie. <laughs> These get more bizarre every week. <laughs> I'm having to reach further yeah. and further <laughs> for ideas to flesh these intros out. how I feel when it comes to the actual intro. <laughs> it's like I talked about the four things I actually really wanted to talk about. Now I've just got to keep fucking finding shit every week to talk about. <laughs> We've made rods for our own backs. Mm. <laughs> and on that subject of intros, not one fucking person answered my call last week. Are you really surprised about this? Yes, considering that, like there were actually people talking in the Space Monkeys group for the first time in, oh, yeah, like, in months. And, not and one we had posts on the wall and everything. One message by to say thumbs up or thumbs down. That's all I need. I don't even need words. Just an emoji. Just a thumbs up or a thumbs down. <laughs> See what we need to do. We need to we need to target a different audience. We need to target like nerds because if you target nerds with something and you ask them a question, every one of them will have an opinion and will reach out and you'll get death threats and all sorts. I thought Will and William were both. Well, they're both the same person. Will and Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you can't just name the same people twice to bulk up our numbers. Two minutes ago, I was like, I'm so excited to be here Saturday. I'm full of beans. This is going to be a good one, and now I'm, I'm getting named wrong. Full of beans and bullshit. I thought Warren and Will, if they're not, uh, please forgive me, but I thought they were both nerds. I mean, yeah, they are. Well then, not one of them told me. No, uh, to be fair, Will started a new job. Oh, okay. So he's probably a little bit busy at the moment. Um, I don't know if, if I congratulated you on your new job, by the way, Will, but congratulations if I didn't. Um, and Warren... Warren had the time didn't he? to tell us his name was Weevil. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have the time to give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down emoji. <laughs> wow. Just literally just joined the Space Monkey group yeah. and already being called out on by the host. First message it should just be thumbs up. And then <laughs> or, I'll, No, I'll it should know. be thumbs down. No, thumbs up. <laughs> and tut 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 Stace. Of all the people I thought might give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. You you didn't. You just you just told me you wanted to be godmother. Oh. Yeah, she did volunteer to be yeah. being non-religious godmother. I mean, apparently, according to the Space Monkey chat, guys, um, whenever Reggie has the misfortune to procreate, uh, basically, uh, not my misfortune, the misfortune of the mother. It will be misfortune for for everyone <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> Have you seen the omen? <laughs> nothing but misfortune for the mother. <laughs> when when when, uh, when he spawns the Antichrist, um, Stacy and I will be immediately whisking it away. Yeah. <laughs> As, as honorary godparents <laughs> I think I'll make a good parent I've got a childlike mentality you also thought you'd make a good podcaster and well the last 18 months have given given that lie oh, hang they? on hang on I have never once claimed that I thought I was going to be a good podcaster or that I am a good podcaster I just apologised right from the off for being sucky <laughs> so you know and, your shit and every week I you know your shit but you're not doing anything about it you're just being shit <laughs> This is, my, this, is, this is my unique brand of podcasting. Not everyone can be good. Some of us just have to be so bad, it's endearing. Endearing. It's 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 something. An endurance our numbers, test. Our numbers are going up. For all your big talk and all your blaming me, our numbers are still going up. Yeah, that's because so. I'm here. Jesus, if I, had a, if I had a decent co-host, I'd be making that fucking Mr. Beast money, I'll tell you. Again, another shameless name drop there, just so I can tag them. Tell you what. <laughs> I'll give you three weeks. If within the next three weeks you can find someone that will sit down and talk to you every week and take your bullshit. 
I can't. By all means, I will stand the, aside. The terms of my community service mean yeah. that I have to continue helping you. Well, stop bitching about it. <laughs> suck it up. Suck it up like the drunk woman that's about to drive in today's film and just get on with it. <laughs> yeah. Right, but before we jump onto that, I'm assuming from the way you are eagerly clutching your notebook. No, no, no. I'm. I'm quite enjoying this, just bullshitting backwards and forwards. I'm just ready for whenever we need to go. <laughs> I don't have anything for this bit. I've, I've literally... That, that is my camaraderie for the day exhausted. Um, we're doing this new thing where I ask you how your week was. How was your week? Um, It was a week. I, I went to work. I didn't go to work. No, um, yeah, I was I was off sick uh, Thursday and Friday. Um, and fortunately, I'm not sick now. So... Um, <laughs> Because if I if I am, if there are still any lingering germs, then yeah, uh, I'm going to get them. I'm not going to get it tomorrow. Yeah, and you're going to die because you I know what you're me. like. I, I, I could have bought my mask. I could have podcasted <laughs> through There my is mask. a plague doctor mask right next to you. <laughs> However, it's the most uncomfortable thing to wear. <laughs> Let's see if I can podcast in a plague doctor mask. Oh, God. How's this? I mean, that's certainly am something. Am I even quieter than normal? <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm smiling under here, but you can't see it. <laughs> That's going up. Oh, oh I can't post it on, onto the, uh, the the socials from my phone. I've got to download it. But there's a picture coming your way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> play, play doctor on a pride t-shirt. Lovely. Oh, what a combo. That's 2021, like, in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> so, actually, yeah, that yeah, really is. Yeah. Um, Oh, I've had I've had these little tidbits of stuff that I've been meaning to bring up for weeks, and I keep forgetting. Mm. So I thought now probably quite a good time. So I watched a uh, TED talk when I was bored at work a few weeks ago, yeah. and in this TED talk, they bearing in mind it's a TED talk, right? So it's by a professional, <laughs> not just someone that's read some books on the subject, but an actual but professional. an actual professional. Yeah, they said pirates were like a real big deal in the slave trade. They were, yes. And you still like pirates? I do, yes. I thought this was meant to be the most liberal podcast. In it the world. is. It's very liberal. That's 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 my standpoint. Pirates were awesome. I mean, the slave trade thing wasn't great, but <laughs> I already thought you were going to become an apologist. <laughs> no, this has backfired on me. Uh, I mean, all the murdering and sinking of ships technically wasn't great. No, but... because when I said that, all all pirates did was rape and pillage you were like no 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 they had a code over this over that and you gave me all these bullshit yeah. reasons why we yeah, should like pirates but not all of them were not all hashtag not all pirates no, oh fair enough hashtag not all pirates were were you know sensible enough to leave you alive after they'd robbed you okay Who was, I was reading about one of them the other day well you know with a hymen or with a hymen <laughs> or without a prolapse <laughs> um I was reading I was reading a book the other day and it was talking about it was another pirate book it was the Woods Rogers book that I finished um, and it was talking about like pirates. There was a mention of some pirate interactions, and because obviously he cleared out, cleared out Nassau um, on behalf of the king and made it into like a, a function, almost functioning colony. And um, they were talking about it, and there was some pirate who they they ran down a ship, and then they basically boarded them. The, the other ship ran up the, the the white flag, surrendered, sort of thing. They boarded. Um, they took a whole bunch. They took all the the, the the stock that they were carrying. They were supposed to be delivering, but they got on so well with the crew and the captain that when they left, they gave the crew and captain a whole bunch of gifts, and sent them on their way. And it's like pirates. What <laughs> were the gifts? Slaves. 
No, they weren't slaves. They weren't. Okay. Slaves were difficult, difficult ones to, trans- to, to transport because you had to have <laughs> you know, a ship. They were human sized. They were human sized. And, and, yeah, they were, <laughs> they were harder to sell, they were harder to store, they were harder to transport. So very often they were either taken into the crew, left where they were, yeah. or um, offloaded like as soon as possible. I have to admit, thing. I did wonder because, and this is going to sound really bullshit, but in Game of Thrones, the guy that sells the slaves was a pirate. Mm. And I know George R. R. Martin was is just like fucking obsessed with like real world history. Yeah. Which is why so much of Game of Thrones is actually the War of the Roses. Yeah. And stuff. So I kind of was just like, okay, is that a little nod of that? And then I watched his TED talk. I was like, pirates. I'm gonna pirates. be able to tell Rooney stuff, he doesn't know. <laughs> and then it was like, they were major players in the slave trade. They did all these bad things, and I was like, I'm holding on to that. At some point, I'm going to throw it in Rooney's face. But Rooney doesn't care, does he? No. It's, one of the, it's, it's a contentious point as well among pirate historians as to how much of a of a role they played in the slave trade. To be fair, though, like, didn't everyone have a role to play in the slave trade? The, the point, at that point, yeah, it yeah. was just a commodity that, you, you know, yeah. if you were in the right place and you had the means, you could make a fuck ton of money from yeah. it. Pirates tended to make less money from it, like, in general. There were some who, who you know, Kind of always built their careers around that. Yeah. Um, but most of them were in in sloops and and smaller ships, which just didn't have the space to store a hundred slaves. Yeah. So you know they 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 couldn't by necessity sort of thing. When you set a slave, do you do it by auction? Um. I don't know. Some places I, did it by auction. Some all places my, did it by all auction. my knowledge on, on these things that comes from TV shows and in TV shows, <laughs> they sell them by auction. They sell them by auction, or you can do them wholesale and, oh, okay. and what have you. Yeah, you can sell the slave the same as you could sell a slave. Same way you could sell anything else mm. in theory. You know, you'd sell a horse, you'd sell a cart, you'd sell a slave. They they were sold as that sort of commodity. So. Right, before I continue to confuse TV shows with real life, I did... Oh, I spilled coffee away my nose. I did, in fact, write an intro. Oh. And... I don't know why I sounded surprised there. It's kind of like what we do, but... Yeah. Well, no, some weeks I turn up and I'm like... I have no intro, let's just talk uh, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Which, to be fair, is normally funnier than when I bring an intro. It's less educational. But after the last two weeks... After, like, the faux pas of just eviscerating another podcast. <laughs> and then you're fucking bitching and moaning that I tried to pick up some women. I thought I'd, <laughs> I thought I'd nice. do a proper, proper intro about something that you're into. So we're back to cryptids. <laughs> and I went for an A-list cryptid this time so I could find enough information <laughs> on it. So we're going to do the New Jersey Devil. Oh. And throughout my notes, I'm going to refer to it as the Jersey Devil. But because, you know, I don't know who's listening, I thought I'd throw the new in when I announced it. Because, you know, someone might think it's just in Jersey. It's just or in Jersey. Or one, one of those other stupid inbro places. Pointless places. <laughs> wow. We aren't eviscerating podcasts anymore. We're eviscerating entire geographic locales. Fuck you, Isle of Wight. <laughs> I like the Isle of Wight. I'd like to move yeah, there. Yeah, you would. It's for the fucking pirate shit. Yeah, exactly. it's part of it. That's yes. what I remember from being a kid: is pirates everywhere. Me being like, uh, I went there a few years ago. It was nice. I remember when I was a kid, we were in the Isle of Wight. My nan and granddad. It's like my nan and granddad, and then four grandchildren, <laughs> and uh, we went to this pirate ship, and we did all the piratey bullshit on the pirate ship. As we're walking off the pirate ship, you heard it here first. Reggie sold slaves as a child. <laughs> 
Did all that pirate bullshit. Yeah, raping, pillaging, burning, selling slaves. I raped and I sold white people. Sold white people. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I think they both offset each other, to be fair. <laughs> Balance, ladies and gentlemen. It's the, the, key the line to life. with you isn't, it isn't a straight line, is it? It's, it's curvy, it's got loops in it. <laughs> Oh my god, your twisted morality of a podcaster in 2021. Um, what the fuck was I? <laughs> You're on the Isle of Wight doing pirate shit. That's it. <laughs> we were on the Isle of Wight and we were on the pirate ship. And as we were walking off, like through the gift shop. Yeah, exit through the gift shop. They, um, I saw that they were selling like proper, realistic leather cat and nine tail whips. And obviously, as a kid, my mind went straight to Indiana Jones. So I bought one. I spent all the, the little bit of money I had left and I bought one. Right? And the kinks started early with Reggie. <laughs> no, my nan and granddad were just like, oh, oh, okay, you got a whip, all right. And just completely ignored it. Right? <laughs> so we go back to the caravan and we're all hanging out and I go outside and I start whipping with my whip and I think I'm Indiana Jones. I think I'm fucking the dog's bollocks with this whip. I'm whipping like, oh, I'm so good at this. It's going to be like, Give me a week and I'll be whipping stuff and swinging over chasms. Raiding tombs. <laughs> yeah, I am fucking dog's bollocks. I just need a, a beige shirt and a, and a Stetson and I'll be well away. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a Stetson, is it? Stetson's a cowboy. Fedora. Fedora, that's the one. Yeah. And anyway, and then my little very young cousin come walking out and I didn't see him and I whipped him by mistake. And then the whip got uh, taken away from me and then given to my parents and I never saw it again. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> bad childhood memory. We just uncovered some childhood trauma there. I hadn't thought about that in like thirty years. But Jesus! It was, it was, it was, as soon as you said Isle of Wight, I was like, "Oh yeah, I got oh a whip!" Oh my god, yeah! Oh, it was taken away from me. As <laughs> <laughs> like a nine-year-old, I was not mature enough to own a whip. Who knew? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Well, that was. But the person on the fucking pirate ship sold it to me. Oh, they don't care. No, they just want my money. Yeah, they just want my shekels. You know what I mean? If it's not, if it's not a restricted item, you know, it yeah. actually says eighteen and over. They don't care. They will sell it to anyone. Yeah, they just sold it to your little cousin. Shocked he didn't go and buy one and whip me back. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, was that part of your intro? Yeah, yeah. Childhood trauma was part of your intro. No, no, I just started slacking off the Isle of Wight and then, oh, this memory come out of nowhere. No, right, the Jersey Devil. Do you know much about the Jersey Devil before we get into this? Um, I know a bit about it, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool, so you can you can help me with this. Because <laughs> you didn't know fuck all about Amelia Earhart. Uh, I did not, know. You just sat there and didn't say a word the entire time and watched yep. me crumble. Yep. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Um, right, sorry, the Jersey Devil. In the southern New Jersey and Philadelphia folklore of the United States, the Jersey Devil is a legendary creature said to inhabit the Pine Barrens of South Jersey. The creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves, a goat head, bat-like wings, horns, small arms and claw-like hands. <laughs> I love the description If you notice, the better I get at this, the more I... Like just your, your, your hands, and, hand you can't see this, guys, but his hands are coming out every point he's making. The hands <laughs> <Yeah>. are there. <laughs> it's the only way I can 
I can do this better. He's doing these little fucking shurikens here. Yeah. You love the description. I, I love the description of it. It's like it's a little bit of everything. It right? sounds like um, the devil. It, it sounds like yeah. It sounds like a description of a demon from the Bible because yeah. they all had like yes, and it had a goat's head and a mongoose's eye, but the, the, the pig is and it's just like they the fir- just threw a whole bunch of shit together the first thing i thought was the weird goat man in 300 last week <laughs> <laughs> that's what he did yeah. after uh, xerxes was defeated he buggered off to, <laughs> to what new would jersey. become new jersey yeah. try to join the mafia but they wouldn't have him Ooh. and you know it was never going to be a soprano <laughs> um it has been described as having the ability to move quickly and it is said to have a high-pitched <clears throat> blood-curdling scream According to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. Mm. The legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children and after finding out she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. Surely, if you were Jane, it would be easier to just stop fucking or or ask your husband (laughs) to give you a facial. Right? I mean, you live out there in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey back in, like, the whenever the hell it was, 18th century. Yeah. There weren't a lot else to do, mate. It was it was die of dysentery, fuck, or make butter, I assume. So the whole, you know, sex dries up once you get married wasn't a thing in the 1800s. Well, no, because they didn't have, like, um, Netflix box sets and E4 and video games and stuff, so they had nothing else to take their mind off the fact that they were literally bored out of their skulls. So they just had to fuck their ugly wives. They had alcohol. Huh? Alcohol. They drugs. did, yes. They did have alcohol. So, But what happens when you get drunk? So You want to fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and you don't think, I'll pull out and give her a facial. You're just like... <laughs> I don't know why I had to do the actions because the webcam's not on. But, you know, you just, yeah... And then you're like, afterwards, you roll over, go to sleep. And then nine months later, there's your Jersey Devil. Ugly baby creature with wings and goat feet comes just, out. Just like, I don't know. I, 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 after like three children, I, I would just pull out. As the man, I would just be like... I mean, anyone with any sense, yeah. yeah but yeah, back then... To be know. fair, I would have pulled out before the first one, but... I'd, I'd just put it after in her After three, I'd definitely... Yeah, just that. put it in her ass. It doesn't matter if she does say no. It was the 18th century. She couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, what was she no going to do? She had no rights. Where was she going to go? Put it in her butt. Uh, so it was when women got rights that they started started developing headaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They suddenly were like, "No, not tonight. I got a headache." I've got rights. That means I've got a headache now. That means I've got a headache now. Too much to think about. I'm giving myself a headache. All these fucking rights. I got to figure out who to fucking vote for. I got to figure out. <laughs> what to wear every day I mean I've got to figure out where I'm going to get on my bra since I burned them all my, my titties is all over the place I don't even get me started on that shaving the fucking pubic area <laughs> constantly got to think about <laughs> buying feet have I got enough feet what's going on what's going on down there <laughs> Gillette lady shave hasn't been invented yet <laughs> You, if you had as much to think about as me you'd have a fucking headache too mate Okay, I'm starting to figure out where it all went wrong for me. <laughs> I'm the bad guy on this podcast, guys. Yeah, just remember that, okay? Listen, I'm just... I'm like the ventriloquist dummy, and you just... I just... I'm speaking what you're putting into my head. I, I just... You can fuck off with that bullshit. <laughs> I had nothing to do with that little terrain. I'm desperate. That, that was all you, boy. I think I'm just desperately trying to remain single. <laughs> So I'm putting out this negative energy into the world so no, <laughs> no women come near me. Oh, my God. Anyway. Jesus. Where were we? Oh, yeah, we were in 1735. That's it. 
1735, Mother Leeds was in labour on a stormy night. <coughs> Fucking this hand. <laughs> In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labour on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Oh, fuck's sake, my... Pump. Can you read? No. Are you literate? No. <laughs> what is in that coffee? <laughs> I don't know. It's making me miss Remedial juice. <laughs> All full starts, everything. Um, <coughs> I'm getting a headache now. <laughs> Nothing else save you, boy. <coughs> in seven... <laughs> I'm going to make you squeal, boy. No, no, please, master, no. <laughs> I love it when they say no. Gets the juices flowing. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry to anyone that's <coughs> driving. Yeah. Or, you know, doesn't want nightmares, though. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labour on a stormy night whilst her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child changed to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings and a forked tail. Growling and screaming, the child beat everyone with its tail before flying up the chimney and escaping to the pines. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch and the child's father was the devil himself. Yeah, I've heard that one. Some versions of the legend also state that there was a subsequent attempt by local clergymen to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens. There have been many claims of sightings and occurrences involving the Jersey Devil. According to legend, while visiting the Hanover Millworks to inspect his cannibals being forged, Commodore Stephen de Coulter sighted a flying creature and fired a cannibal directly at it, to no effect. Joseph Bonaparte, elder brother of Napoleon, is also claimed to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting on his Bordentown estate in 1820. During 1840, the Jersey Devil was blamed for several livestock killings. Similar attacks were reported during 1841, accompanied by tracks and screams. In Greenwich, during December 1925, a local farmer shot an unidentified animal as it attempted to steal his chickens and then ph- photographed it. Oh, fuck's sake. Photographed its corpse. My handwriting's <laughs> this week. Um, afterward, he claimed that none of the hundred people he showed it to could identify the animal. On July 27th, 1937, an unknown animal with red eyes seen by residents of Downington, Pennsylvania, was compared to the Jersey Devil by a reporter for the Pennsylvania Bulletin. (sighs) (laughs) If you want to come with some facts... I was going to interject several times, but the the, the longer you read, the more flustered you became. And I was just... I'm just sitting here enjoying the show. Just it's waiting. Like, I was like, he'll speak up in a minute. He'll come with a fact. He'll slow me down. It's like watching a chocolate teapot slowly melt as he's reading through his notes. It's 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 quite something, guys. I'm, I might have to bring set up the GoPro next time you you come in with a big intro. Just the GoPro, on me. just on you, so that the people can see what I have to see every week. Um, I do like the fact that there's there's like some big names attached. Now. Oh yeah. Looking, Napoleon's brother. Yeah. Saw it, and you're like, what? You're How? Like, why would he make... He doesn't need to make stuff up to get no. attention. He's Napoleon's brother. Like, do you know what I mean? So like if he's an admiral who's shooting, shooting yeah. cannibals at it and shit. You're like, 
well, why? You know, why would I admit this if it's if it's something weird like this? It would just make more sense to just go, nobody saw that. Because, you know, if you're you're an admiral there and you're reviewing, like, cannonballs being made for your fleet, you've got a bit of weight behind you and you're like, you're not going to do something like that that's going to embarrass you. No. And, no, not at all. Yeah, it just seems really odd. I'm really starting to worry about the future of this podcast when I run out of cryptids. Because it's about the only time you get excited during the intro anymore. <laughs> Normally you're just moaning, but now you're. When like, you talk to me about I mean, something that I actually know about, then you know I can have a conversation. Otherwise, I'm just kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you've flown before. You've oh met- God, yeah, I've flown before. I also drive a car. That doesn't make me Michael fucking Schumacher. Doesn't mean want to sit here and talk about fucking. I can't. Remember. I was going to say Jerry Lewis, but that's not the racing car you've driver. You've met pretty on women before. Quickly <laughs> right. moving on. In 1951. A group of Gibbstown, New Jersey boys claimed to have seen a monster matching the devil's description and claims of a Jersey devil corpse arose in 1957. Is that a, is, is that a gang? What, the New Jersey boys? <laughs> the New Jersey boys. Say, yeah. <laughs> the Gibbstown, New Jersey boys. All right, mate. Yeah. I don't know why they sound like EastEnders. <laughs> I don't, but... I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> it's another century industrial London... Um, EastEnders, all of a sudden, because that's what they speak like out there on the plains. Yeah, why the fuck? The Pine Barrens, even. (laughs) During 1960, (laughs) tracks and noises heard near Mays Landing were claimed to be from the Jersey Devil. During the same year, the merchants around Camden offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the Jersey Devil, even offering to build a private zoo to house the creature if it was caught. So people were taking the shit people seriously. People were taking it seriously. I mean, this is the 1960s. 1960, people were taking <laughs> is, the shit seriously. This is modern history we're talking <coughs> here, you know. Yeah. Also, yeah, why the fuck were people from down Camden Lock offering to build a zoo for something that was happening all over? Seriously, America, like, sort out your names. Yeah. Because when worse. someone says, you know, when someone says, I'm like, I'm from Birmingham, they'll go, oh, you're from Birmingham. Or you start sending, like, Birmingham means to them, and then they're like, what is this bullshit? And Alabama, Alabama, and you're like, for fuck's sake, mate, sort it out. That's not Birmingham. <laughs> oh, fucking America, honestly. Oh, you have an equally bad accent, and you fuck your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I made a reference to that on stream last last night. Some of I, I nearly sailed the ship into. Oh, a that rock. reminds me. That was one of my other tidbits. Yeah. Can we talk about how this podcast is the dirty little secret of your stream? <laughs> yeah. I have it on good authority that one of our space monkeys tuned in to watch you, and the first thing they heard you do was, like, (coughs) announce yourself as a pervert. And then about a week later, you're posting about how it was the smuttiest time you've ever had. (laughs) Streaming. That wasn't my fault. That was one of the Lunar Arcade. Yeah, we are the day. She was yeah, she was being smutty. Yeah, but it's all innuendo smut. Oh, she was being smutty. Every time she comes on now, on a Friday night, it, all the, the innuendos come out and it just ends up getting really smutty but it's she's all innuendo trying smut to, trying to fuck one of you <clears> I, I don't think she is to be honest that's the, that's the only reason women talk filth is because they want to get <laughs> fucked they don't talk filth otherwise <laughs> that's absolute bullshit she's trying yeah that is yeah. <laughs> that is absolute nonsense but I, I said that last night I nearly sailed the ship into a rock yeah. and I just manoeuvred around it and I was like Jesus I ain't saying that was close I ain't saying that was close. <laughs> but that's like not putting out. But it was like cousins. your it, 13th child. I'm not saying it was close, but it was like cousins in. Uh, it was like Southern American cousins. <laughs> <laughs> and the other two, Richie was one of them on the ship, and he was just like, oh my god. Uh, <laughs> 
So we're no longer the Daily Little Secret if it's just a smarty over there. Much less, much less. So it's yeah, but it's it's all innuendo. Rather than actual things to get me banned from Twitch. Where I've been trying to like, you know avoid the smut every <laughs> week and we're up and trying to like, you know, show the world that there's more to us than just There's more know, to a, us than just a couple of, of abstainuses. A couple of incels that can't get laid. <laughs> Speak for yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Why do you think I'm in such a good mood? <laughs> oh. She strapped on, did she? <laughs> strapped on. Absolutely. I can't stand up. No, I know. My arsehole is hanging out down to the floor, mate. That's why you've said prolapse four times. Ruined in me. Today's episode already. It's like a. It's, it's on your mind. It's like a purple hose pipe. Oh, seriously. You, you get this part. <laughs> She gave my... All right. <laughs> okay, then. Okay, I'm then. just trying to show the world that we are more than an incel that can't get laid <laughs> and his loudmouth co-host like, who loves smut. His pervert loudmouth co-host. Pervert loudmouth co-host. smut. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to show the world that there's layers to this onion, that we are a rich tapestry of a podcast. And... He yeah. said that with a straight face. <laughs> The more I try and do that, the more you're over there being smarty. Like Is a- it because you're not getting enough <laughs> smart here that you have to go and infect that? Maybe. Once Maybe. wholesome stream with your No, smart. I think it's because we wanted it to be sort of like PG-13. We were aiming for the sort of family-friendly thing. But when you're streaming at half past ten on a, on a, on a Friday night, it, it kind of, <laughs> you know... It, it, it starts to slip. It's and we've decided now that any late-night streams like that, Friday nights are... Almost Explicit. anything goes, sort of thing. That then they're, they're not intended for youngsters. Okay, so in so on next Friday when you're streaming, yes, could you know you know give Touching a shout out? I mean, I could do because you know we shout. I out can shout stream. out the I can shout out the half to, to the half dozen people <coughs> in my stream. Twitch.com forward slash no, Lunar Arcade. Twitch.tv forward slash Lunar Arcade is the Lunar Arcade one. Twitch.tv forward slash or backslash one of the slashes Croon Dog is mine seeing as I've been so good and I'm the one that brings this up most weeks and encourages you to shout out <laughs> I only stopped because you kept you... shouting at me for no, talking about Sea of Thieves no that was you talking about Sea of Thieves you can talk about your stream as much as you want where I stream Sea of Thieves <laughs> just don't talk about Sea of Thieves just talk about your stream just shout it out listen if this is if this podcast is anything it's a way of us advertising other stuff so go do that right but at least when you're on there, shut us out because you know little old, old lonely me over here. Little old lonely also you. wants to be a global superstar. Well, get a Twitch I'm, and I'm stream. Not fucking streaming. I'm not that desperate for attention. I stream like you crying in the corner. People will watch anything. Seriously, people watch me building model kits, no, so they'll that. definitely watch you crying in the corner. A, a podcast is enough desperation <laughs> for me. <laughs> I'm not that desperate for attention that I'm going to have to have like multiple platforms where people can come and see me. Okay, where was I? During the week of January 16th, 1909, through to January 23rd, 1909. I just get worse at this every week. During the week of January 16th, 1909, through to January 23rd, 1909, Newspapers of the time published hundreds of claimed encounters with a Jersey Devil from all over the state. Among the alleged encounters publicised that week were claims that the creature attacked a trolley car in Haddon Heights and a social club in Camden. Police in Camden and Bristol, Pennsylvania, (laughs) supposedly fired on the creature to no effect. Other reports initially concerned unidentified footprints in the snow... But scientists... Oh, fuck. 
me. I am the worst fucking podcaster in the world. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. But sightings of creatures resembling the Jersey Devil were being reported throughout <laughs> South Jersey and as far away as Delaware and the Western and Delaware, Western Maryland. Wow. Everyone wants to go to Delaware. I don't even know where Delaware is in no, relation that, to New That was a Wayne's World reference. Oh, I can't remember. <clears throat> I haven't seen Wayne's World since I was a teenager. No, that's literally the only bit I can remember. <laughs> I think once I hit 18, I was like, yeah, I've grown out. Of I've grown out of that yeah. now. <laughs> Just like Bottom and the Young Ones and all that other bullshit. <laughs> <coughs> the Mr. White... Sensible over yeah. here. <laughs> Mr. Mature. Mr. Maturity. He <laughs> just turned on himself because he couldn't read a sentence. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Maturity. The widespread newspaper coverage created fear throughout the Delaware Valley, prompting a number of schools to close and workers to stay home. Vigilante groups and groups of hunters roamed the pines and countrysides in search of the devil. Like, they took this shit so I, seriously. I love they, that. We need a good bit of good old-fashioned monster hysteria. Yeah. We can't shut the schools now. To, to protect everyone from an actual proven bona fide pandemic that kills people. It's not just that, right? In San Francisco, there was the Zodiac killer, right? Who said he was going to put a bomb under a, bus, a school bus. Didn't do fuck all, send all the kids to school. Then there were the fucking snipers that were like out there yep. snipering people from the back of their car. All the kids went to fucking school. Jersey Devil? No, nah, mate. Close the schools. Close the schools. <laughs> close everything. Stay at home. Do not give that devil. We need that. We need the the, the, the the hollow chupacabra or something to go out, mutilate some livestock, you know, scare some people out walking their dogs, and then we can just close everything, form vigilante gangs, and go out hunting a cryptid. Right. That's what that's what twenty twenty one needs. Next weekend, because I'm, I'm off Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, I'll go out late Saturday night, kill a few cows, and then uh, we'll kill a know. few cows with a hand blender. Yeah, and blame it on. Uh, Leave some bite marks and stuff, and then just I'll send an anonymous letter to the Arlo Star saying it. Star, it's like it's not the eighties. <laughs> the, the, the star went out of business in like two thousand and two. It's your Harlow now. All right, it's an I'll online send, only newspaper. I'll send an anonymous email to your Harlow with a picture of a squirrel or something. A squirrel, and then, <laughs> and then I'll claim that, that that we have a cryptid in Harlow. And, <laughs> See how these vigilantes will go out. Even if there was like some mutant monster child roaming the streets of Harlow, would anyone fucking notice? I mean, (laughs) yeah, the the state of the residents in this town. You could have the fucking (laughs) toxic crusader walking around the town centre and no one would bat a fucking eyelid because... (laughs) The mongoloids in this town. Just another crackhead, mate. It's just another. It's just him? another local. He's done so much fucking crack. He's he's just changed colour and everything. <laughs> yeah, no one would care, or even if they did notice, they wouldn't care. Fair enough. So right. it, it's going to have to be extreme. That's good because I don't think I could bring myself to kill an animal. No, we're going to have to do something. Something like I don't know. Fuck up people. What we'll do is. We'll, we'll find people's e-scooters and we'll fuck them up with a handheld blender because then people will care. Okay. <clears throat> their e-scooters and their shitty little hoverboards that don't even hover. They've just got wheels. Okay, and we'll blame that on the squirrel. We'll blame that on the squirrel. There we go. Harlow Town's very own squirrel. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Skeptics believe the Jer- Jersey Devil to be nothing more than a creative manifestation upon the imaginations of early English settlers. Plausible natural explanations include 
bogeyman stories created and told by bored Pine Barren residents as a form of children's entertainment. The byproduct of the historical local disdain of the Leeds family, the misidentification of known animals and rumours based on the common negative perceptions of Pine Barren residents known as Pineys. So Harlow has such a negative perception in the world. Is this why we're going to have, have, have success? <laughs> this is why we'll succeed because everyone's like Harlow's Harlow a based cryptid. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, Harlow we... really did, does need something other than fucking crack and low, almost unlivable, you know, housing <laughs> to put it on a map, right? Yeah. It does. It does. We need more than just Terminus House to put yeah. us on the map. <laughs> so if we created our own cryptid, do you remember like Mothman? Is it Mothman? Yeah. That was his name, right? Point Major, put point, Ple- point Pleasant on the on map. On the map. And they've got like a museum and they do a festival every year. Got it. I got it, right? Point Pleasant. I mean, we're never going to do it with Tutjig, but if we create a cryptid. <laughs> and then Tutjig can do episodes on the cryptid. Yeah. But you know, Point Pleasant, the bridge collapsed, didn't it? Yeah. And the Mothman supposedly like you know, predicted it was going to collapse. Well, there's that bridge over the stalk, the little footbridge. The green one. The green one. Yeah. So the squirrel can can appear and be all like... And then carve into into somebody's e-scooter that the bridge will collapse. We need to... No one's going to give a fuck about that bridge. They are. Except for the people that are kicking off because they're like, someone wants to put a road through the stall. (laughs) Other than them, none of the, like, you know, the rest of Harlow are going to care about it. We need to really impede them if we're going to create a buzz we're going to blow up JD Sports I was going to say we blow a hole in Southern Way but you know with the amount of potholes no one's no going to one notice so we really need to take out somewhere that's important in this town uh, the square's gone <laughs> all the clubs have shut down <clears throat> Weatherspoons and Yates's are just shit holes there's nowhere left is there I'm just trying to think of, of we'd have to literally take out Terminus Prim- House Primark Primark yes Take Primark out Primark and Lidl. I mean, you saw the queues to get into Primark when they during lockdown when they reopened. Yeah. They were queuing for like an hour to get in and buy cheap T-shirts. So if we take out if the squirrel, sorry, if the squirrel, the squirrel needs to take out takes Primark, out Primark, Lidl. the people in this town will lose it. No, not Lidl because I like going over there and getting. No, them. no, no. We gotta make. We've really got ourselves still out. We gotta make everybody in Harlow. Irritated and angry enough to believe the squirrel. So Primark, Lidl, and Audi are all gone. We'll just leave Sainsbury's standing. No one goes to fucking Audi. Yeah, do. No one goes to Sainsbury's. I'll tell you. No, no one goes to fucking Sainsbury's. You go to Sainsbury's, and then you're fucking middle class. It's the same dozen people. It's the same dozen people walking around like their shit don't stink. It's the same dozen people that, that drive in from Stalford. <laughs> yeah, because they can't afford Waitrose. Yes. <laughs> so they have to drive into the big Sainsbury's in Harlow. <laughs> we see you. We see you, Stalford people. Stalford and Royden people just driving in, just driving going in. to Sainsbury's, constantly like, you know, head on a swivel in case a Harlow person comes near them. And then they go out. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Brunner of the Humane Society of New Jersey believes the Sandhill Crane is the basis of the oh, Jersey Devil Science. this explanation. Have, have you seen a picture of a Sandhill Crane? No. You know, what, you know what a crane looks like? Yeah. It's basically a big heron. Yeah. Does that sound like it's got goat feet and horns and a tail and bat wings? No. 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 It's bullshit. You'll like this bit. One New Jersey group called Devil Hunters 
devote time to collecting reports, visiting historic sites, <laughs> and going on nocturnal hunts in the Pine Barrens to prove the devil's existence. We need to go there, and we need to do an episode with those guys. We do, yeah. I was thinking that, and I, I included this last bit just for you. It's, it's, it's not sexual, don't worry. <laughs> do you oh, no. I want to fuck a Sandhill Crane. <laughs> Bad Dragon, if you're out there, um, can you make a Sandhill crane-shaped dildo? And or... Um, owner, what do they call them? Owner pockets? Honor pockets? Basically, a, a crane hill, a, a Sandhill crane vagina. <sighs> Put it in the specialist interest section. We'll add it to our red bubble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's really warm in here, guys. I'm blaming the heat. Due in part to their isolated and undeveloped nature, the Pine Barrens have themselves fostered various folk legends, including the ghost of the pirate Captain Kidd, who supposedly buried treasure there and has allegedly been seen with the Jersey Devil. He has indeed. Well, he's been reported to be seen there anyway. I know a song about Captain Kidd, but I'm not going to sing it. Oh, go on. No. Go on, please. (laughs) After after that (laughs) bullshit about the Sand Hill Crane dildo i feel you need to nobody wants to hear me sing sea shanties i do well too bad <laughs> watch my stream i'd ask the listeners you know to reach out and tell us if they you want guys to if you want to hear me sing a sea shanty about but captain kid not one then, of them fuckers um, is going to get in touch with us it might so, be something interesting like me singing the sea shanty otherwise what i'll do is i'll just record a sea shanty and just insert it at a random point in the episodes <laughs> I got a note for the film, and I'm just going to... Because I want to talk about it now, quickly. Okay. Um, the note says, I didn't know you girls talked like that. Girls are filthy. I reckon we have more female listeners than we realise. How many female listeners do you actually think we have? Out of, I don't know, percentage-wise, out of 100? It's probably, I reckon it's about 50. Really? You yeah. think 50% of our listeners well, are female? Well, I'm looking at like people that have come out... And not one work. of them wants to fuck me. I don't know why you're surprised by this. No, I mean, <laughs> I've only ever met one. Yeah. <laughs> the rest um, like to drug. Um, I mean... Um. <laughs> jokes. Um, jokes. Jokes, honest. Mm. I mean, you look at like the people that are coming out of the woodwork. Um, people that have openly admitted listening to us. Yeah. It is about 50% of them are female. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, yeah, why, why wouldn't it be? They are... Again, again, we're scratching that itch because we are. because scratch- you know because women are filthy. Women fun. are supposed to listen to podcasts about serial killers, clothes, booze, and oh, do you think celebrities? If I, if I, I, I want, I've, I've been me. I've really wanted to do serial killers as part of my ongoing intro thing, mm. but I know you're not really into that. And mm. no, strange that I'm not a sociopath, <laughs> but women like it. So do a spin-off. Called I don't want to do a spin-off. Reggie, Reggie does serial killers. <laughs> because people are then going to tune in to think I'm going fucking serial killers. It, you, can, you could call it, you could call it um, sociopaths and soppy clunges, because that's what you'll get. Because women get wet over serial killers. Psychopaths. By, soci- by sociopath. <laughs> Psychopaths. Have sex with me. You have to have a colon there to separate it, because yeah. otherwise it sounds like you're asking psychopaths. To, I mean, psychopaths may want to have sex with you. Depends how hot they are. <laughs> the hot crazy ratio. It's <laughs> like, I mean, I'm willing to do everything with a psychopath, but you're not tying me up. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's got any restraints, it's you, you love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm calling the police. Um, 
to come after I finished it. Yeah, to, to come run a train on you. <laughs> um, not much. She said, you, yeah, you think we've got 50% female? I, I, I would say probably about 50%. So I need to really, female. aside from great women of history, I need to start, like, you know, bringing more stuff for Bring the out some women's problems. Listeners. Yeah. I'll right, bring up some women's problems. Do, do a bit of Dear Deirdre. It is so annoying when the fucking men leave the toilet seat up. I mean, where do they think I'm going to fucking sit? Right, ladies? Right? It is, it is so annoying when women leave the toilet seat down and then complain that I pissed on oh, the seat. Oh, fuck you, patriarchy. <laughs> fuck the patriarchy. Fuck you and your patriarchy, motherfucker. I'll fuck off your feminazi. <laughs> See, women, I'm here fighting the cause. He's here. For you. With, he, with his ovaries and his pride t-shirt. <clears throat> we don't know whose ovaries they are, but they're his now. <laughs> He keeps him in a jar, in his backpack. <laughs> I got really attached to the last one, so, you know. <laughs> he used his barbed and hooked penis to just rip them out. No, I meant after I drugged her, I cut her open and stole her ovary so she can't have kids with anyone else. <laughs> I, I got to apologise. I woke up in a really weird mood this morning. This is what happens when we podcast in the morning and not in the evening. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the ever loving fuck. See, with one hand I'm like giving to the ladies, oh and on the other hand I'm driving them all away. One hand you're giving, the other hand you're cutting out their bodily organs. I managed to make you cry oh my god. with you, laughter. Seriously, guys. <laughs> I don't know 70, what to say. Seventy-two episodes in, I managed to oh, make you cry with laughter. Jesus, that was that was something else. <laughs> so, before I drive away to the, the rest of the, our female listenership, yeah, um, that, that's fifty percent of our listenership, man. Don't don't be doing that. You chose this week's film, didn't you? Um, fuck, did I? Yes, yes, yeah. I did. Right, hang on, I need the toilet. So I'm going to go to the toilet, you compose yourself, and then we'll come back and talk about the film you chose. <laughs> Hang on a minute, I've got to call Amy. I'll try to keep an eye on her ovaries while you're out and about. <laughs> I was about to say, I'll try not to steal Amy's ovaries. <laughs> oh, oh fuck my toilet. life. You chose this week's film, didn't you? I did, indeed. I haven't, I hadn't seen it in years. Um, oh, it's one of Amy's favourite films. And she made me watch it like a bajillion times when she was at uni. Um, and I decided it would be funny to do something funny. <laughs> so I chose a 40-year-old virgin, which, yeah. Could have been us. Could have been us. There's there's, a, there's another timeline somewhere where we are both 40-year-old virgins <laughs> commiserating each other and truly doing an incel podcast. There, there, are some, there are some strong parallels at some points in this film. <clears throat> but I should start with my trivia... Trivia. 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 It's just like when he's making love. He starts strong and then just kind of peters out. Um, <clears throat> I don't know who you've been talking to, but I do not start strong. I start scared, confused. <laughs> the fear gives you strength. Yeah. And then you're just kind of... Then, I'm mostly just thinking about where the best place to cut to find the ovaries are. <laughs> this film was... For fuck's sake. <sighs> Touching, still in your ovaries. Um, Since 1981. 
this film, which is what we're actually discussing, was released <coughs> 19th of August 2005, making it older than I thought it was. Uh, had a budget of 26 million US dollars. The box office, it made 177.4 million US dollars. Sorry, I completely missed all that. Can we start? Can we start this one again? Can we start this one again? Yeah. It was released 19th of August 2005. Okay. Um, had a budget of 26 million US dollars. And a box office of 177.4 million US dollars. So they made 151 million. They did indeed. Fuck. Just from Steve Carell getting his chef, chest waxed. Judd Apatow. How do you do it? Yeah. Directed by Judd Apatow. Written by Judd Apatow and Steve Carell. Uh, starring Steve Carell, Catherine Keener, Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, Romani Malco, Elizabeth Banks and Jane Lynch. I love Jane Lynch. And Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. He's a you, person you that... You don't like Jonah Hill? ...is alive. What have you got against fat people? I ain't got nothing against what fat people. I love Seth Rogen. I love Seth Rogen. I've been friends with you fat. for fucking years. Why are you fat shaming Jonah Hill? Why do you not like him? It's just annoying. He's not annoying. He's a sweetheart. No, he's annoying. He's got an annoying oh, face. He's, he's got an annoying voice. And just <laughs> when he talks and he does that fucking Jonah Hill thing. I just want to rip his face off. Is it? Are you jealous? Because he's getting all the pussy, even though he's fat and you're not. I get pussy and I'm fat, so I don't have a problem with that. Okay. He's just an annoying are person. Je- are you jealous because he gets a lot of attention even though he's fat and you don't? <laughs> what is this fixation you have with fat? <laughs> oh my God, what is up with you? My God, if you're not stealing over, you should just talk about fat people all the time. Us, us fat, the fat brethren, we need to fat stick together. Brethren. <laughs> the brethren of the toast. The United League of Fatties need to stick together, eh? I need to protect boys like my, my boy, Jonah Hill. I don't know what your problem is. Oh, Guy's a God. sweetheart. Honestly, guys. Honestly. Anyway. Another thing about Jonah Hill, right? For fuck's sake. This is not the Jonah Hill Appreciation Podcast, because he's a cunt. Um, I've lost, I've lost, I've lost where I am in my notes now. Did you know Jonah Hill once did a cameo in Pirates of the Caribbean? Did you know you're about to get beaten to death by a Blue Yeti microphone? <laughs> and I'm going to use your one, not mine. Because <laughs> then the way, that way, mine will capture the meaty sounds yeah. and the crack as your skull caves in. Anyway, don't even say it. The si- I'm starting a podcast with Jonah Hill. Fuck <laughs> off! <laughs> Uh, I quit. I quit. I'm not doing this anymore. You can all fuck off. Do your own fucking podcast. Jonah, reach out. <laughs> Jonah. I know you're a sweetheart. I love you. He'll say... I <laughs> just, just can't even. You have to do the trivia, though, because I suck at trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you fat. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Jonah, reach out. I'll stop calling you fat if you do. <laughs> Yeah, that's the basis of a solid friendship right there. At least I waited until we were actually friends before I started fat shaming you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you just do your trivia. Yeah, I'll, I'll, just, just I'll just carry on, shall I? Die. Die, <sighs> die by laughter. <laughs> okay, this is one of those episodes where you don't come out looking good. I never come out looking good. No, but sometimes you don't come out looking bad. 
You just you just stay mediocre. Yeah, and they're the ones that you spend most of the episode moaning at me for being dry and boring. I mean, you know, if you're going to be dry and boring, yeah, that's the only way I come out. Rivita Reggie. Yeah. <laughs> right, the scene. <laughs> the scene where Andy has his chest hair removed required five cameras set up for the shot. It's just. How much has to work under these conditions, guys? Honestly. <laughs> Get your game face all on. Right, all right, Heading the game. Right. Five cameras, just Yeah, it required five cameras set up for the shot. Steve's Carell's, Steve Carell's chest hair was actually ripped out in the scene. He was actually waxed. Um, Carell had told director uh, Judd Apatow just before shooting the scene, it has to be real. It won't be as funny if it's mocked up or if it's special effects. Yeah. You have to see that this is really happening. So for obvious reasons, the scene had to be done in one shot. Yeah. And the reactions of all concerned are their genuine reactions. During that scene, the actress playing the waxer almost ripped off Steve Carell's nipple. Yeah. Because she didn't realise you're supposed to coat the nipple in Vaseline prior to waxing. Me neither. No. Fortunately for the actor, director Judd Apatow realised what was happening and yelled cut just oh, really? in time. Yeah. So he's a good luck. He's a bit of a like metro dude, isn't it? It is really because yeah. otherwise um, that <laughs> would have nipple. Ooh, that would have been uh, horrid. That would have been a great shot for the film, though. Just like the blood spurting out. <laughs> ah! the used to be. Yeah. I hate you. <laughs> um, the entire "You know how I know you're gay" scene yeah. was improvised by Paul Rudd and Seth Rogen, uh, and the T-shirt that Rudd is wearing in that scene has a picture of Paul Rudd on it. Yeah. Which I looked at it and I was like, that looks like Paul Rudd. I was like, but why would they do that? But they did. Meta. <laughs> Meta, yeah. Because why not? I kind of, I I was going to ask you if that, if that scene was like just kind of off the cuff and improvised. Yeah. That was just I kind two. of, it's a very, very funny scene, but I kind of, I was listening to it and I thought, you know what? If that was scripted, mm. they would have sat down for hours and come up with the best. Yeah. I know your game. Because... <laughs> like explanations whereas that one just feel it felt it like felt yeah it's got it's got that little it's got its own charm because it's yeah, it's off, off the, the cuff, cuff. Yeah. Um, Steve Carell's parents who were in their 80s at the time went to see the film much to his embarrassment really they were in their 80s they were How in their 80s Steve, Steve Carell? Carell's fucking ancient man is he really he's like when he made this film I think he was like um, in he was like in his 40s when he made this film fucking hell so yeah he's he's just old he's one of those people that just kind of Got to a certain age and stuff. And just stop. I think yeah. he started looking like he does now sometime in his mid to late 20s. Yeah. And he's just going to be like that. He's going to be a Keanu Reeves. Yeah, you know, 150 years from now, there'll be people going, yeah, so did you see the conspiracy theory that... Um, <laughs> Steve Carell. Laser Brain McBeakface is actually this guy from the 2000s named Steve Carell. Yeah. yeah, if you go back and watch all these old films. Yeah, apparently <laughs> what, what he did was he hung out and drunk child's blood. With Paul Rudd. With Paul Rudd. <laughs> and neither of them age. Ever. <laughs> just, they just they told Tom forever. Hanks who told the Pope and it just became a big thing it just became this big thing and they but covered it all up the, because the conspiracy theorists got involved no one took it seriously <laughs> they, they, because the conspiracy theorists were so focused on Pizzagate they just <laughs> yeah. like never got involved with it and no one found out um, to prepare for his role as Andy Steve Carell lost £30 for the role Judd Apatow was originally nervous about the transformation, stating that he didn't think that comedians wanting to look good is ever good for comedy. 
However, he gradually realised that Carell being ripped was a good idea, as it helped establish that Andy was only a virgin because he's shy and nervous, and not, not because, because of his looks. Yeah. Which, I like that. If, if if your boy Jonah Hill was playing Andy, it, the, the message We wouldn't be covering confused. this film. No. <laughs> For a start. What have you got against... No, not he just annoys me. He's like that. What's the other one? Um, <laughs> this is not going to help my case. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Oh God! What? You just. I don't have anything against fat people. I just yeah. cannot stand it sounds her. Like. And I'm the one that's not coming out. Okay. <laughs> I just can't stand her, Jonah Hill, and I'm trying to think of a skinny person that I fucking hate now. Um, um. Fucking Chris Hemsworth. Fucking Chris Hemsworth. No, he's he's adorable. He's such a nice guy. Um, But there are skinny people I don't like as well. So fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be distracting me now. Um, Tom Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Can't fucking stand Tom Cruise, apart from when he plays the stat. He's got a monitor. He has got a monitor. He's also kind of, you know, you're not... Disabled. He's also, yeah, he's, he's a bit of an outcast too. Poor old Tom Cruise, outcasted from society. I had to go and join Scientology just to fit in somewhere. Then he married Katie Holmes. Then he fucked that up. <laughs> Poor Tom Cruise. <laughs> We're gonna do. I'll tell you what. We are making a, a spin-off where I just get you to sit there and talk about celebrities. <laughs> just thirty minutes at a time of you just talking about one particular celebrity. If I, I tell you what, right? If I was Tom Cruise, the minute I fucked it up with Joey Potter, I would have just slipped my own throat. I love the fact that you refer to her by her Dawson's Creek Damn character right. name rather than Damn you know her actual right. name. No, I, I did that once, and now I need to go. You know, it's Joey Potter I love. <sighs> According oh. to Seth Rogen. Steve Carell was so nervous that the film would be shut down by the studio that he had the writers prepare a backup version of the script that didn't contain a single word of profanity. Really? Yeah. Apparently he was just really, really nervous that the studio was going to come in, you know, see what they've done and just shut them down. That's, that's kind of... I, I kind of relate to that because I... I have gone to work as this very bland, boring version of me that uses my government name. Because I'm scared that they may take my permanent contract away before I sign it. So, you know what? Like, I don't stick up for Jonah Hill. I don't, you know, make jokes. I don't do anything interesting when I'm at work. So it's just like last week's intro. Yeah, basically. That is just, that, that is just basically you at work. Every day I'll just oh, come yes. in and regain it. Amelia Earhart was fundamental in the founding of the 99, which was an organisation to help women pilots in America. Please give me a permanent contract. Notice me, senpai. Um, <clears throat> the We Sell Your Stuff on eBay store was a real store. Really? It was written into the script after the location was chosen and they spotted it across the street. Is it because people just didn't have computers or understand eBay? I think, yeah, 2005, it was a case of yeah. like people had this shit but didn't... Understand eBay? Yeah, they were just So somebody boomers. sold it for them <laughs> and took a commission? Yeah, basically. Fucking hell. I know, how is that? even a thing that was a thing how are you not doing that because it's not a thing anymore because mm. everyone has grandkids and things these days who will yeah. do it for them usually with less of a commission than me fucking procreating fucking kids um, not Hill's actually not fucking kids. kids Johnny Hill's cool <laughs> such a knob <laughs> the counsellor at the health clinic where Andy takes, Mar- takes Marla is played by Steve Carell's real life wife Nancy Carell oh okay it was her that suggested Jane Lynch for the role of Paula, who also worked with Carell during their set- second City days. Before, um, why has it done that? 
Before Nancy suggested Lynch for the role, it was written to be played by a man. Oh, okay. Uh, and the character did not come on to Andy until Lynch had been cast, and the actors came up with that scene with her singing the beautiful old Guatemalan love song to Andy during rehearsals. She does sing it remarkably well. <clears throat> she does. I have the translation in here for that as oh, well. Sing it to when, me. when we get to that. Oh, okay. I really like Jane Lynch. I think I've got a note that basically says this film needs 40% more Jane Lynch. I, I don't have anything against Jane Lynch. And she's a skinny person. I don't hate her. I just. <clears throat> can take or leave her to be honest with you um in order to repair some of the damage i did to myself earlier ladies i was once somebody's boyfriend and as such a good boyfriend, it's true i can attest as i was such a good boyfriend i watched an entire season of glee that's how good and how pet, good a boyfriend and under the farm that's how I much was. of a little bitch he will be and let me tell you the only redeeming feature of that entire fucking show is jane lynch <laughs> She was incredibly funny. Was there an episode with Neil Patrick Harris in it? I don't know. I don't know. I only watched season one before before I grew some balls and put my foot down and said, no more! No more! It's only because he wanted to go and start a glee club. And I said, no. (laughs) No! You cannot sing. You're not good looking. And just no one wants you. (laughs) I didn't say that. I mean, I have said that before, but I didn't say that in response to the glee club idea. Um... The electronic store featured in the movie. You're was, too fat, all right. You're too to fat be in to a sing. Club, okay, I, I can barely fucking stand you. Go home, go on a diet, so I can like you again. <laughs> the electronics Stop cutting oh out ovaries. God. It's neither big, clever, or funny. It's just fucking horrible. And it's just weird when I come in your your house. It smells of formaldehyde, and there's all these jars of fucking ovaries on the shelf. The weed goes in the fridge, yeah. not the ovaries. It's really, really affecting my libido, all right? Okay? I can't fuck an ovary if it smells of formaldehyde. It's got to be fresh. Um, the electronic store featured in the movie was not a set. I've noticed, sorry, well, last time, I've noticed how you've gone from being very, like, sitting up straight, being very professional, trying to do a podcast, to, oh, fuck, I might as well just give up and lean back I'm, I'm just, chair. I'm slouched <laughs> now, I'm like sitting it. like a banana with my foot up on the fridge, I'm just like, whatever, mate, you know, <coughs> it's, it's gone. Yeah. Any, any shred of professionalism, professionalism? professionalism we may have had at the start of this episode yeah. you have put in a jar Ow. with some ovaries we talked about the new Shazzy devil and now we're barely even halfway through my fucking <laughs> my fucking <laughs> trivia and he's already ruined he's just ruined this episode. episode I've just given up I'm just going to fart into the microphone in a minute I thought the whipping story was bad enough then there's ovaries Jonah Hill love what the fuck man anywho the electronic store featured in the movie for the fourth time was not a set, but a repurposed staple store that had just shut down. Fascinating. Fascinating, isn't it? Judd Apatow had a part written for Jason Siegel. Now, we all know who Jason Siegel is. No. Uh, he played Marshall in Have You Met Ted? He also played the Muppet Musician Man in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. No. No? Okay, well... People up to date. I only saw Forgetting Sarah Marshall once, <coughs> and I decided that I was never going to watch it again because it's a really good film. Russell Brand's in it, and he's just not very fucking funny. Or I mean, he's cool not very funny, whatsoever. But um, at all, not in one bit. He really fucking annoys me. <laughs> that skinny, good-looking cunt. <laughs> Green is not your colour. Um, just because Dow looks like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so he had a part written for Jason Segel with the character named Jason. 
But Apatow could not get the studio to approve his casting. Apatow advised Siegel, because of his unique brand of humour, to consider writing material for himself. Thus, Siegel wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which Apatow served as one of the producers on. Okay, so is, have you ever seen This Is The End? Yes. Is he That's the guy who's in the... I, I watched it a couple, after we did Zach and Mary, I, <laughs> I got all Seth Rogen up and I, I watched that. Is he the, the guy in that film that I don't recognise, but he's part of the crew? That does all these know. films. Big. No, no. Quite big. Chunky. Hang on a minute. Because there's, there's a guy in that film who seems to be a part of like the whole Apatow family of actors that seem to constantly work together. And I didn't recognise him from anything. Jason Seagull. Oh, no, I know him. Yeah. I know. He's not a guy I'm thinking about, but I know him. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he wrote Forgetting Sarah Marshall he, because he couldn't get a part Because he couldn't film. get a part in this. And then, yeah, basically Judd Apatow helped him get okay, the film so made. If, I'm, if I want to <coughs> parlay this podcast into something better, get I friends with a famous person. Yeah. With a famous producer. Can't rely on you anymore. Yeah. Fucking fat shamer. <laughs> Knocked up was originally planned by the producers to be a sequel to this film. Okay. With almost the exact same cast. So Steve Crow would have knocked up. Ah. Or somebody would have. Yeah. Um, not necessarily knocked up Trish, but yeah. someone would have got someone pregnant. But eventually it was decided to release it as a standalone film unconnected to this one. Just with most Just of the same with cast. With most of the same cast. Yeah. Um, the beautiful old Guatemalan love song sung by Javier to Paula translates to... Sing... Well, when I clean my room, I can't find anything. Where are you going in such a hurry to the soccer game? There you go. <laughs> Jane Lynch has t- told several interviewers that these lyrics were actually a practice dialogue that she remembered from a high school Spanish class. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And so she, she sung just, that in Spanish. She just made it up on the spot. <clears throat> yeah, she just she remembered it in Spanish. Sung it in Spanish, and that was the Guatemalan love song. This is why this film needs 40% more Jane Lynch. (laughs) Um, Oh, you'll like this one. Not as much as I like it, though. During the final dance scene, Jonah Hill suffered from heat stroke. Fucking... Fat fuck. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Fucking dickhead. I'm gonna flip right to my very last note on this film. I do not get or like... The musical finale of this film. Oh, you are going to hate my last note then. I fucking love it. It's fucking <laughs> brilliant. All these men running around topless and dancing. It makes me feel so, so uh, hetero flexible. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the definition of toxic masculinity. <laughs> Somebody is not comfortable. Um, the porn film that Andy starts watching, Space Nuts, yeah. is a real film. And the scene he watches starts none other then the infamous president shamer, Stormy Daniels. Oh, really? That's Stormy Daniels in that scene. I read... Oh, this reminds me. I read an article the other day. Do you know like when you, you read one article and then it's like all these other fucking yeah. articles and you get caught in the loop? <laughs> I read this article about... I can't remember what... There's a children's TV show that used to be on. It's been cancelled now. But they were like, where are all these people now? Mm. And it goes through them. Oh, yeah. And one of them is the dad... He's like uh, this, this black guy, and it's like he moved to America with his daughter, and his daughter grew up to be Skin Diamond, the adult star. And I was like, oh, I've seen her <laughs> just randomly in the middle of this article, like 
I'm killing time on my phone or work. <laughs> oh, I know her. I know her. So we all know what I watched that night before <laughs> I went to bed. <laughs> I love it when you do that. You see something and then that is like for the next yeah. time you're looking for something. It's like, oh, wait a minute, yeah. <laughs> Skin Diamond, Libby Carter. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> um, the American Humane Association withheld its No Animals Were Harmed disclaimer in the credits due to the fact that several tropical fish died accidentally during the making of this film. In, in, in the soles of boots. <clears throat> apparently so. I'm assuming that. No. I'm assuming that's where they died. No. But, um, yeah, apparently a bunch of tropical fish died. Oh, fuck you, Jonah. <laughs> you thought you were so fucking funny. And now you're killing fucking fish. Killing fish. Fish killer Jonah. Fuck you, Jonah, you cunt. Probably ate them. Um, the studio claimed that they good built... work I did trying to repair your fucking... You trying to repair his image. Saying you're you a sweetheart. Out. Yeah. How many times have I said you're a sweetheart and you're off kidding fucking fish? Some fucking <laughs> sweetheart you are. The studio claimed that they thought Steve Carell looked like a serial killer. Surprised he didn't fucking eat the fish. He probably did. And the boots. He ate the whole cast. He does look like a serial killer. In response, Steve decided the character would be a little more Buster Keaton-esque, according to Judd Apatow. He was low energy and everyone else was spinning around him. Lines were also written and improvised making fun of the fact that Andy could be confused for a serial killer. <laughs> so basically the studio introduced, unwittingly, yeah. introduced that element into the film. Which is one of the funnier, more, more subtly funny elements. When, when, the he, when they're carrying the TV out and he yeah. says, no, man, I thought you were like a, a serial murderer. And yeah. I said, no, I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's at the end where she's like, oh, you're a, you're a virgin. I thought you were going to kill me. I thought me. you were trying to kill me. <laughs> um this film was Steve Carell's first ever on-screen kiss. Oh, yeah, interesting. Which I, I can kind of see because he didn't hadn't really done that much before this. I once planted a secret video in the room I was getting laid in, so I could get my on my first on-screen kiss out of the way early. Unfortunately, I also got footage of me cutting out over his. <laughs> That's going in the wank bag, um, Dave. David, Cal and Jay are believed to be in the same age group in this film. Yeah. However, Seth Rogen, who plays Cal, was only 22 years old at the time of really? filming. While Paul Rudd and Romani Malco were in their mid-30s to yeah. 40s. It's like, yeah, he looks older than he is. But they all kind of do... He looks a bit older than he is. The others look a lot younger, younger than, than they are. Yeah. And they all, it all kind of works. It's not one of them situations where you're like... Why is a 40-year-old playing a school student? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Leslie Mann came up with the idea to throw up on Andy's face. Oh, okay. The original plan was that Nikki and Andy were to be pulled over by the police and it would turn out that Nikki was concealing a gun under her seat the whole time. Mann insisted that her vomiting on Andy would be a funnier conclusion to the scene. So she gulped down a mix of strawberry yoghurt and I quote, some kind of kefir. And then basically spat it in his face. I don't know, man. Leslie Mann's pretty hot. She can spit in my face if she wants. Uh, Haziz, Shelley Malil, says, Dark and cloudy with a chance of drive-by. Yeah. When referring to Jay arguing with an African-American smart tech customer. In 2010, Malil was convicted of attempted murder. Really? Yes. So the guy that's like, what are actually got done. Actually got done for, for attempted, attempted murder. murder. Yep. Fucking hell. Twisted lives of a Hollywood yeah. mediocre star. I did not see this coming. No. And unfortunately, Maybe I don't have a body count. Maybe the pressure of not being as cool as Jonah Hill got to him. And... 
Maybe, uh, maybe he tried to kill Johnny Hill. Maybe what's his name? The little angry Indian told him to go fuck a goat one too many times, <laughs> yeah. and he just snapped. So uh, that was the end of my trivia. I don't have a body okay. count because nobody dies in this film. Uh, fair enough. Despite attempted murder. Um, Andy's apartment reminds me of your house, although he has a lack of Star Wars merch. <laughs> Is it? I that feel house, like I live in Andy's apartment. That house is not a million miles away from mine, no. as any visitor will attest. Yeah. Um, I am, and I am nearly forty. However, I am not a virgin. Uh, we've just got to throw that in there. <laughs> no, in the past seventy-two epi- episodes of calling you a pervert has been a massive misdirection. You have no child, no fiance, and we've made it all up <laughs> for the pod. <laughs> What was we doing the other night? Um, I was playing. I was playing a game with Richie. I was playing. I was playing um, Aliens Fireteam Elite with Richie, and we had the the headsets on. We were talking over Discord, and um, Cody said something. I turned around and I was like, "God, I was like, God damn it, child, are you drunk?" And he went, "Oi!" And Richie just like, "Oh my god, he sounds so much like you." Yeah. I was like, "Really?" He was like, "Yeah, the poor child." <laughs> I hope one day Cody's got a podcast. And on that podcast... They listen to old episodes of Touching. Yeah. <laughs> but they don't go after Jonah Hill, because otherwise I'd have, to, I'd, I'd have to go on there. And... Jonah Hill will be dead by then, man. Seriously, it, he's, he's probably... his heart can't handle it. <laughs> that fuck. Um, Wait. What? Oh, oh, no, I'm talking about no, you. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's fine. We're allowed to call it's it fine, cause because fish. It's fine, because he eats tropical fish. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like only a ginger can call another ginger ginger. Yeah, only us fat fucks can call other people fat yeah, fucks. It, it, it would be hate, hateful if we were skinny, but yeah, really. Five years ago, if I'd called him that, yeah. it would be it would be a hate crime. These days, it's five just... years ago, when you when you were just calling me fat, and I was just calling you fat. Yeah. That's okay because we're friends. It was a hate crime. It was not a hate crime. It was for your benefit. Look at you now. You're not nearly as fat as you were. No, I can fit in a large now. <laughs> Videotapes. Yes. I forgot how old this film is. Yeah. And that scene, when it came in, I was like, what? They were still selling videotapes? Yeah. This film's ancient. I'm so old. You skipped way ahead of me. Have I? Yeah. I just That's literally to... my second note. I know. I just wanted to say I don't it, have as many is, notes. You say it to me every week. Oh. Peeing with an erection Trick. is almost impossible. <laughs> it really is. I've lost count of the amount of times so that I've sort of like stumbled out of bed. And you're like, I need to pee. Guess I'll just stand here. And the worst is when you do it in like the middle of the night and you're like, yeah. like if I do this and I only open one eye, I'm still half asleep. I can get there, I can pee, get back to bed and go to back to sleep. And then you're like, guess I'll just stand here for five minutes while this goes down because apparently I was having a sexy dream. <laughs> I, I often wake up in the morning and I'm like, I really need to get going. I've, <laughs> I've, I've slept longer than I need to. I need yeah. to get downstairs, make my coffee, get my glass of water. But I can't go anywhere because I don't live alone. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> and then I end up being five minutes late for work because... Because you have to, yeah. yeah. Because I'm still virile, ladies. Um, fancy going to Tijuana, Mexico? We could record a special episode. We could record a special episode. <laughs> oh, my God. We should so do that. Yeah. That... that in that scene where he tells the egg salad story yeah that is pretty much everyone talking about their weekends for the last 18 months it's everybody I've ever worked with talking about their weekends when they do not want to tell you what they actually, what they got actually up to did at the weekend well it's just like you, you talk to someone so anyone get up to anything at the weekend oh on like Saturday I really wanted to watch uh, Spaced haven't seen Spaced 
so then you know I didn't have time Saturday but Sunday I, I went on to all four and they've got spaced on there and I just you know I just sat down and I just watched all of them all day it was it was good yeah yeah and that's basically like Monday morning meetings have been like that for the last 18 fucking months it's like <laughs> yeah I wanted to go to Tesco if you didn't exercise or watch something or go food shopping what did you do? What did you do? Someone's tell me. <laughs> I mean, I play video games. That's my entire so. lockdown life right there. <laughs> I exercised, I shopped for food, and I watched stuff. Yeah, that's basically it. And I was just like, wow, this film was prescient, because that's what everyone's been doing now. I often find that like, it'll get to a Monday and I'm at work, and people are like, oh, did you get up to anything on the weekend? No. Some weekends, some weekends, I'm like, yeah, I did this, I did this. But most weekends, like the highlight of my weekend is recording Tachik. But I can't, <laughs> can't tell, tell the them. people at work that we did Tachik. So I'm like, no, I just kind of watched lots, lots of football. What, what sorts of football? Yeah. When, uh, I, I went dogging. I had maybe? 12 wanks and watched some football <laughs> and cut out some ovaries. Oh no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> so. Now that you're single again oh, and are, are looking ahead at the long road into the grave alone, yes. Um, are you going to turn into pre-sex Andy? You're going to start In riding the way? bike everywhere, work out, make exciting egg salads. I'm too lazy to ride a bike everywhere. Plus, like, who's got the time for that? But, I mean, you've got all that pent-up sexual frustration now to channel into something like riding a bike. No, I'm going to write a book. You're going to write a book about erotic riding fiction. a bike. Erotic fiction. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking egg salads. Fucking Jonah Hill. That's it. My, my, my debut novel was going to be an erotic novel about me and Jonah Hill eating and having lots of sex. Eating egg salads and fucking bareback. Yeah. Well, both of both of us fantasising over Seth Rogen. So we're fucking each other because we can't get Seth. You just call it Broke Fat Mountain. Wearing Stetsons, eating egg salads, and fucking like animals. Um, um, when I worked with Lou, I often went to work prepared to kill 90% of my co workers and put a bullet in my head. <laughs> I do love that scene. <laughs> I'm wondering what, like, because it's his first, first on screen moment, isn't it? Yeah. And he turns up and he's like, oh, Today's the day today's I woke up, I'm finally ready. And you're like, What? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? He's like, I'm ready to kill everybody in the store. <laughs> I put a bullet in my own head, and I'm like, I've been there, bro. Yeah, I think there. we've all been there. Um, I've got a lot of quotes from this film. I have quite a few because it's a very quotable film. It is. Here's the first one. I don't want to end up a creepy lamp- a lampshade. Shout out, Ed Keen. <laughs> do you think your your colleagues do that? They talk talk about you the way oh, they yeah. those guys are all together Absolutely. and they're like, yeah, no, but I'm sure every place I have ever worked, there's been a secret like group of people that doesn't include me where they all sit around like, how fucking weird and quiet. Wa- like, just imagine weird. there's like a WhatsApp group. <laughs> like, yeah, like he actually almost said a word three days ago. I can't for the life of me figure out what that word may have been. <laughs> but he almost said a word. I'm like, how the fuck? Yeah, do you think he just goes home and skins cats? Yeah. This is the WhatsApp group where they exchange like pictures and recordings of you. They've taken without your knowledge of you reading 
<laughs> Melding the words as you're reading your book. Yeah. And the spot was very happy because they went to the beach and he had a ball. Fucking hell, this is a good book. And I sat there staring lovingly at my egg salad. And then Jonah <laughs> looked down at my crotch and without saying a word, he took me out. Oh, hang on. Sorry. He took me that. out and he noshed me off. <laughs> Have you ever been invo- invited to a poker night? I have, yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Have you got any? Have you got an anecdote? No, because I declined because I don't know how to play poker. I have an anecdote. Oh, anecdotes! So, Reggie dotes. Yeah. <laughs> I, me and my brother once got invited to this poker night, right? And in preparation, I went online and played a few hands of poker to learn the rules <laughs> and to get an idea of what's going on. Turns out, me and my brother turned up. Went all the way to the final three people, knocked out all the people that go, <laughs> go regularly, and we we both took home money. Wow! And never got invited ever again. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I've I've been invited a couple of times at I different literally had that handy moment where he's like, I you played, on, fucking played online a few times, and then just took all the fucking money. I uh, I've been invited a couple of times, and I'm always like, yeah, no. You should, if I'm if I'm at like the early stage of yeah. working somewhere, I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I'll see maybe. And then I I like pull out at the last minute, sort of thing. Um, it's like me and Seth. The the Catholic method of uh, yeah. getting out of social interactions, pull out at the last minute and leave a mess. Um, and then if I've been there a long time, I'm just like, <laughs> fuck no, I don't want to go and play yeah. poker with you guys. I don't want to see you guys outside of work. Yeah. Because then I can be honest. Yeah, not honestly. And then, always- but deep down. You know, you peel away that honest layer. There's another honest layer underneath, and it's <laughs> I don't know how to play poker. Do you really not? You yeah. don't play poker. I don't. I, 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 I'm not much into card games, but I do like poker. I like um, I like Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, yeah. I like Joking too. Hazard, and I like those sorts of card games. But actual card games, I'm just generally quite like. Bad. I do like quite like a good Dino Dump was fun, <laughs> except when I lost and had to wear a sticker that smelt like garlicky shit. Um, so when they're playing poker and they're all talking to each other. I couldn't help but think that we need all four of them as guests on this podcast. <laughs> go for God. God. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they would be good to have on this podcast. Although, my next note says, Andy during the poker game reminds me of Ash trying not to dig himself a hole <laughs> when he was a guest on Touching. Oh, all the, the sexy things. Yes. Oh, man, I love titties. Is it a loving relationship with your wife (laughs) where you enjoy intimacy? (laughs) Um, It's funny because my next note is there's always one person bringing the Britney Spears shit to the conversation about sex. Me? It used to be. When did I ever? It used to be. Um, You used to do that sort of thing. You don't so much now. Oh, you're talking about back in the day when I used to believe in love. Yes. Before yeah. you became this, this was, cold-hearted sex fiend. When I was a romantic. Who regularly reams Jonah Hill. When I was young and naive and didn't understand yeah. the world for what and it you was. did used to bring that sort of like, we'd all be there and we'd all be, we'd be callous. Oh, come on, our face, Jay I did, did and we're, yeah. And, and you'd be like, like, no, man, it's like a communion between two souls. Oh. It was, it was spiritual. What happened to me? I used, I used to actually be quite a romantic kind of guy, didn't I? Um, Back in the day. You, you got old. And realised that sex is just sex. Yeah. Sex is just like a wank with someone else helping out. I've got friends that fuck guys. In jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how this film, yeah. it plays with the gay jokes thing, because it was 2005 and you could oh, still you could get, get away, away with, with that. It, yeah. But it's also quite sort of like... I think you could still get away with it, because they're all totally accepting. It's more... The angle is more... Yeah. I'm not gay, you are. 
And, it's, yeah. so, and that's why he has to qualify it with in jail. In jail. End, because it's like, I'm not going, I'm not going. And I think you are, you can still get away with that because they're all accepting. Yeah. They're just like, it's not me. It's not me. Yeah. You, you're gay, that's fine. I'm not gay. No, yeah. I'm not gay. No, I'm not This film loaned, a, loaned uh, quite a lot of his cast to Zach and Miri. Yes. It's like, you're going to do it. And it's like, oh, yeah. and I, oh my God, yeah. Hey, you that. you, Ebony, and I, Ivory Motherfucker. <laughs> um, have you ever had a pussy juice cocktail? <laughs> that whole that whole thing I mean I, I have a note about the word balked because yeah. I hadn't heard that being used well we use it at work because it was a guy who used to put tickets in all the time for stuff and he could never spell the word broken was it Warren no it wasn't no um, I'm not going to name the guy um, Sam but no it's someone we used to work someone we don't like at work um, oh. he's one of our users <laughs> yeah don't name him no um, and he could never spell the word broken. He would okay. always typo it to Balkan. So we adopted the word Balkan and when something's it's yeah, it's balked. It's it's Balkan, you know. Um so when they said the word balked to refer to having sex, I was just like, Oh my god, those laptops, what have they been doing? <laughs> <laughs> and then butthole pleasures <laughs> That whole that whole just that it no what the hell? He's got the right idea. It's just very foul. He that and his entire speech is very much tragic. He has the right idea. It's just a very foul-mouthed way of going about it. It's just it. yeah, the yeah. execution is slightly uncomfortable. I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much. I completely stay away from them. <laughs> exactly. This is this is this is your I'm related. This is your new outlook on life. Yeah, I'm related to Andy. I love women so much. I'm just going to completely stay away it's from them. Not going to have anything to do with life. them. Yeah. Um, so when are you taking up trombone? <laughs> and not the rusty one, <laughs> the regular one that you can stomp around playing in your in your apartment on after your own. I've, after I've painted all my Warhammer figures. After you painted yeah. all your, I was hoping. That they would be Warhammer figures, but no, yeah. alas, they are not. Believe it or not, in every man, there's a code room that says, tackle drunk bitches. This is also the advice given to most rapists. <laughs> I mean, that is a hell of a club they go to. Yeah. I mean, it's, what is it? The male to female ratio is about five to yeah. one. All of the females in there are hot. It's nine dollar bin night. What do you expect? I mean, uh, they do it when they pound across the club to start with. Yeah. They're doing shots from each other's belly buttons. Yeah. I've never been to a club I've never like been that. To a club like I that. would pay nine dollars for a beer. Yeah. I'd pay nine pounds for a beer. Where <laughs> I'd pay to, ninety pounds for a beer if there were women. Just go into that other. sort of club. Yeah. I mean, you know, if it's a club where the women are being paid to do that, not no, so much. No. But if it's a club where the women are just so. They seem to Drunk be and horny. It, yeah, of their own volition. Then I am all about that club. I mean, these days, it would suck for me because I would have to go there and just drink my $12 beer. <laughs> Let's be fair. These days, we both turn up. It's awfully loud in here. It's very loud in here. I've I don't really like colour. clubs that much. Do you want to go somewhere quieter so we can chat? Yeah, just we go and watch uh, one of the Steve Carell films. <laughs> um, did you say that the drunk girl was called Nikki? Uh, yes. Nikki, rapping at the weird of her car, <laughs> is me driving to work. <laughs> most mornings when I'm not having a Britpop morning I just got to give out a shout to the P2 Cruiser because I fucking love those cars um, shout out Missy Elliot Missy Elliot and Diz- <laughs> Dizzy Rascal I'm wondering if the titles of those two songs Get Your Freak On and Stand Up Tall are subtle jokes or am I overthinking it I mean Get Your Freak On That I don't think that's very subtle 
I think it's quite a brazen yeah, but reference. It's just, it's just played in the background while there's all the other stuff's going on. Did oh, they, okay. Did they choose them songs because they went, ha, 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 they'll be funny. Cause Probably. Yeah, okay. yeah, this is this is Judd Apatow. He does that sort of thing. If a girl vomited shellfish sandwich on my face, I'd vomit back twice as much. From your penis. Because no. we know what you're like. No. This one would be purely mouth. Are you not into gopping? <laughs> no. Okay. It's one of the few things. Sorry, ladies. You can strike that off the list. It's one of the few things that Reggie is not, ever, is not into. Oh, so your government name is all about that. Oh, I see, you've been... I've my, been government name, my government name is a fucking prude. But Reggie has to be a pervert just to try and keep up with you. I've been searching online, you know, in some of these... Um, the dark the darker corners of the web to find out what Reggie Solo has been signed up to, what mailing list you're on, what, what forums you're a member of. This is where I've been going wrong. I need to use your government name. Yeah. And then I'll find all the dark shit you're yeah. really into. Missionary.com. Shellfishvomit.com. <laughs> Crustacean porn. Loving intimacy with your wife.com. <laughs> Dang, that is freaky. Nobody uh, does that. There is some sense to the pussy on a pedestal theory. Because um, I believe that we were both succumbed to that. Oh, one, God, uh, yeah. When uh, we were in our late, late teens to like early 20s, <laughs> we did put that on a fucking pedestal. <laughs> Um, it wasn't so much that we put the pussy on a pedestal. It's that all women, regardless, were on, were a, pedestal. on a pedestal, and they were this rare, unattainable <laughs> yeah. beast. That, that you know, we back in my in, in when I believed in love and romance, all women were on a pedestal. Now I realise that there's you know, you know what makes me. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, I think it was because of this film, and I was thinking about that and our complete lack of success at. Um, well, complete lack of success with the ladies yeah. for a very long time, and I blame you. I don't. I what? I blame hanging around with you. If I still hung around with all my cool friends that I went to school, that I was friends with at school, they were all much better looking than you and me. So yeah. you'd have just been the ugly one in the group. So you still wouldn't have got any. We both blame Dal. We both blame Dal. Yeah, it's all because for some reason, after he started like backcombing his hair. Ladies and I'm wearing skinny jeans. The ladies all got lubed up over him, yeah. and we were just like, "Wait, what?" No, but I, I was thinking about it because back then we were we were all very boisterous, very egregious, very outgoing, very confident. Yeah. Unless it came to, I mean, talking to ladies was no problem. Yeah. If we were calling them cunts or just having a laugh, we had no problem with that. But the moment it came to actually trying to pull. Pull. I was trying to think of a better word, but all I could come up with was seduce, which sounds even worse. Yeah. When it came up with, when we Sound came to like actually trying to pull the women, woman. we we just all kind of had no idea. We were just utterly hopeless at it, yeah. and it's just really, really weird because you know we could talk to women all the time. We had friends, we had women in our social group that we went out drinking with on a regular basis I know it was the only way that I managed to get a girlfriend I mean yeah that was, was that how you managed to... over months she realised I wasn't that person that <laughs> I appeared to be at the beginning and I had less. yeah when it came to actually talking to women it was just yeah. like <laughs> we all just turned remedial yeah I'm much better at it now I mean so am I yeah. which is, but, but I think it's because there's no pressure yeah. Because I know I'm I'm in a relationship I'm already, not. so I can't I can't do anything. So it's much easier to. I learned when there was no pressure because I was never going to do anything, <laughs> and now I get to you know, I get to use that. I'm an incorrigible flirt. Um, oh yeah, I'll... I have been since like I got since I got into a long term relationship. <laughs> I'd flirt with Lando if I didn't think he was going to bite my fucking face off every time. <laughs> I saw him. Do you know what I mean? I'll flirt with. Anybody. I do flirt with Poppy, yeah. but that's because she's adorable. Oh yeah, she's a bit of a fucking whore. She is a anyway. Bit of a whore. Um, um, oh. <laughs> oh, no, wait, I have something that relates. 
I have something that relates to the pussy on a pedestal. Me too. I, I've written it. Yeah, there yeah. we go. I must have missed the Greek goddess Pasalia in my reading yeah. of Mythos. Yeah. And, you know, um, I don't recall seeing that in Clash of the Titans. No, you know, no, Jason no. and the Argonauts did not <laughs> incur the wrath of Pasalia. <laughs> Look, this is where we went wrong as young men, right? When you've slammed through, like... 20 or 30 hood rats, you're ready for an upper echelon hoe. We, we didn't know enough rats. hoes or hood rats. There were so on. many hoes and hood rats in Harlow. It's just that none we of them were interested in us. Yeah, we didn't slam enough of them. We didn't slam enough of them. Um, I never knew an apple could be used as a bong, but now I really want to try. I have the, An apple bong, is that doable? That is my note. Purely for science, though. Mm, yeah. Obviously for science, because we are a very scientific podcast. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't know. But you know what else? At one point... Paul Rudd and him are playing when they're having that. I know you're gay because of I know you're gay. You know how yeah. I know you're gay. And he, he uses one of them small pipes to smoke. I've not even seen one of them in decades. Have you not? No. Oh. <laughs> it's weird, right? I haven't seen one of them since since Reading. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those since back in the day. Since, um, yeah, since we, we knew people that, we knew drug people. Have you ever been waxed? <laughs> are you reading my fucking notes? No, yeah. have you ever been waxed? <laughs> have you ever been waxed? I have. I've never been waxed. I was epilated once at a party, Ooh. and it was the most painful I I remember fucking that. thing in my life. Um, all right, so the cheating hoe bag, Ula likes to sleep with people to piss on sofas. <laughs> yeah. And the, the nurse yeah. epilated me once at a party, and it was one of the single most painful experiences of my life. Wow. Yeah. Somehow I knew that that would be a, um, at Teabag's house. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got waxed once and it yeah. was horrible. Yeah. And I bled like he did. Well, no, I didn't. It was um, one of my exes. The child's she, toy, right? The child's toy. Vague memories of the yeah, child's she toy. Was yeah, doing, uh, she was doing a course on yeah. that, like the whole beauty therapy thing. And she needed to practice, wa- practice waxing. And I was like, yeah, okay. So she waxed my chest. Saw, yeah. It, it was the so- a sort of saw that lingered for days, yeah. And then it started like obviously growing back in some bits, and you'd scratch it, and it would hurt for about ten minutes just from a gentle scratch. And she did it to her dad as well, and he See, was a hairy, hairy little. I Welshman. always knew that she low-key disliked you. So I could kind of see that coming, but to do it to your own dad. She did it to her dad, and he was as hairy as Steve Carell, and oh, she really? did it, and he, the little spots of blood, I was just like, ugh! That's a lovely little segue to my next note. Andy is nearly as hairy as Neve from Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> he is a hairy man. Um, what is that thing that Cal is constantly wearing? At first I thought it was like a back it's support. It's like a back thing, yeah. But it's got. It's, it looks like it's got zips in it. It looks like it's like a like one of them gone like a mix between a bum bag or a fanny pack for the Americans. For the Americans. And one of them gun holsters that detectives wear. No, it's a it's a back brace thing. Is it really? Yeah. It's actually one of them. Okay. Yeah. So what's her name? The girl that he hires. She wears one as well. Oh, okay. I yeah. There's I a scene where she walks. That. She walks past. Yeah. Um. With like with a, one of the the, the, the sack barrow things, oh, and she's, she's wearing, wearing one as well. Oh, okay. It does wonderful things to her figure. Um, <laughs> do you think Ralph Lauren paid for product placement? Because I struggle to believe that two people working in retail, one of which we know lives alone and pays all his bills, can afford designer clothes. Well, they were 
Ralph Lauren. When oh, the polos. When he's wearing the yellow one, and he's like, is this too yellow? Uh, he's wearing it. And then when he meets Elizabeth Banks in the he's club. He's wearing a, a yeah. Shit, or in the, at some point, Elizabeth Banks is wearing a pink, uh, Everyone pink wears, wears Ralph Lauren polos. You can pick them up over North Wheels for a ten or a pop. Oh, okay, I got him. Yeah, they're all knockoffs. They're all knockoffs. As soon as Dave starts talking about his big box of porn, I got a vision of you handing me a hard drive and giving me a lowdown on what's on it. <laughs> where, where is my? I have a note on that. Uh, actually, I think you've jumped ahead of me again. Because okay. I, for, I forgot Elizabeth Banks was in this. Yeah. And looking adorable. Oh yeah. Looking way younger again yeah, than she, she is actually exactly is. Her, yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> scene where he goes over and comes across as an actual serial killer yeah. um, and then when they're walking out and he goes oh wow, yeah that was great so now do I try and he's like no 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 you planted the seed now you wait for her to go into a plant then you, you fuck, fuck the, the plant. plant yeah and it's like oh my god that's the sort of conversation we would have had oh yeah um, yikes Trish really doesn't like cold callers no I mean yeah. I've told them to fuck off before but telling them to actually several times to just go and kill themselves I know, I mean, I don't even waste my breath. I just put the phone down straight. Um, porn mixtapes. Were they ever a thing? No. No. I've never known. I've seen some compilations on uh, a certain seven-letter website, adult website, that we allude to on a fairly regular basis. Is this Pornhub or you, you porn? Because they've both got seven <laughs> It's Pornhub. Okay. You porn shit. Oh, no, it is. They're all like three-minute teaser videos, and you're like, three minutes?! Even I can't do it in that time. Jesus. Give me a chance. I need two of them to get off. I need immersion. Damn it. You can't give me immersion in three minutes. Oh, here's a question for you. What would be the ideal length? Because like 45 minutes is too long. 45 minutes is too long. But three minutes is too short. So what would... It depends. Have I got audio? Yeah. If there's audio, then... You're home alone. No one else is listening. 12 minutes. 12 minutes. 12 minutes, yeah. Yeah, because you can you can really get some quality me time in there. This is a good segue to my next note. <laughs> when Andy is preparing his night of romantic, romantic <laughs> masturbation, he puts tissues and like hand cream next to the bed. But when he gets in the bed, they aren't there. They aren't there. Yeah, he was going Judd. in dry. Judd. Well, he decided he was just going to use his pajamas to clean up afterwards. Uh, <laughs> so thank what, fuck for the internet. What do you prefer, like a tissue, a sock? Somebody's a willing face. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, I prefer tissue because if a sock, you've then got to clean it up, and and then you, you don't, you forget to clean it up, and you find it six months later, and it's crusted under the bed, and you just no tissue, much easier. Just, I mean, obviously the best thing is somebody's face, asshole, mouth, gaping pussy, um, because then it's the cleanup's not your problem. But <laughs> okay, nice pair of titties is good as well. Um, Thank fuck for the internet. I love teas. I love teas. Um, when you just squeeze them and they feel like a bag, bag of, of sand. sand. I mean, him and fucking matey from Wild Wild West. Yeah. They, uh, they, 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 they should compare notes. I was waiting for the Wild Wild West actual like, reference in this film. <laughs> there. Um, thank fuck for the internet. Nobody has room for all those physical copies of porn anymore. Oh, no. It's like, box of porn? Fuck no. Yeah. I got it all here. On oh, my no. phone. Brilliant! Fucking internet, man. Awesome. Dave filming his ass is you on Chatterbait after a few beers. <laughs> My note on that is everyone should do a breakup video. Oh, yeah. They'd be brilliant because you could point out, you could tell the person everything they did wrong in a relationship, everything you hated. It would kind of like be like an exit interview at a job 
Well, you can go, well, yes, um, it's a good thing that you dumped me because your sex face looks like a goat. Um, your vagina smells of yeast. And, uh, yeah, you could do all of these things. <laughs> I was suddenly realising why I've never had an exit interview <clears throat> or been spoken to since... <laughs> If I just wants to get as far away from me as possible, <laughs> I don't want that extra little bit. They don't, they don't want that feedback. Reggie, no. They're just like, no, no, we are, we are done. Get the fuck out of my life. Um, Steve Carell does look a bit like Luke Wilson. Who's Luke Wilson? To the internet. Yeah. He was in. What was that film? He was in Old School. It's the only film I know of him. Luke Wilson. He does a bit actually, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I feel like you would wear the boots Joni Hill tries to buy. <laughs> I would have done. Yeah. I would have done in my in my mid to late twenties. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I would have done. Um, I'll bring you back, glam rock people. <laughs> but only for me. Yeah. Because these boots were awesome. Me yeah. and I'm gonna go hang out with Noddy Holder. Noddy Holder. No, yeah. I'd have gone and hung out with fucking. Um, Mark Boland. No, uh, no Fielding. Oh, he, he wasn't a glam rock star. He was. Well, he wasn't a glam rock star, but no. he wore the glam boots and the, the, the sparkly suits that and sequin jumpsuits. Yeah, but you want to hang out with... Oh, fuck's no, I don't, because they were from the, the, the old days. So it's going to come out eventually. They fucked kids. Probably. Because everyone did back then, apparently. But it's um, all right, because at least one of them did a banging Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that Christmas song. Um, where is it? I had to know. Have you ever been speed dating? No. Would you like to go speed dating? I, I would I only think that... go speed dating if it was for the podcast. I was going to say, we can do an episode. But I, what I think we'll do is we you should go speed dating. As Reggie. No, no, you should just go speed dating and I'll just be there lurking in the bushes filming it. I'd go speed dating as Reggie for the podcast. But when it comes to real life... No, you should definitely no go speed dating because that would be dating. awesome. No. I've never been. And from I, I know some people who have been and it's terrible. Yeah, of course it is because it's just like it's just you've got like what three minutes four minutes five minutes to talk to someone the pressure's on it's a, to be like to come with your best one liner your best jokes everything how the fuck can you get to know someone well these days what minutes? it is if they liked someone just because they were hot or whatever they, they that's can, never yeah but again that's not going to work for me no is but it? they exchange no it's not so I'm you not have to rely on your, glimmer, ple- your glittering I'm not personality aesthetically pleasing and I don't deal well with pressure so it's not going to work no the only way it's going to work but it would be hilarious is if I go as Reggie and I just sit down and I'm like right conspiracy theories which ones do you believe that would be awesome we would, we'd have to mic you up yeah. oh obviously we'd yeah we'd mic you up and that would be yeah we're doing that Okay, I'm going to add that to the list. <laughs> Who's your favourite great woman of history? What's your favourite cryptid? Do you have a prolapsed arsehole? What's your favourite insult and why is it go fuck a goat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just at the end of it, if you if you liked him, you say, you're a plant, I'd like to fuck you. Yeah. Or if you didn't like him, you say, no, go fuck a goat. <laughs> um, I don't think I need to say this, but you know I'm going to say it anyway. The, do you know how I know your gay game is a microcosm of touching? <laughs> I was going to say 2021 sensibilities being triggered by all the gay jokes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you how triggered you were on a scale of one to. Well, I felt the need to put my pride t-shirt. And on you were so cho- yeah. triggered that you had to wear your touching pride t-shirt today. I feel that 
there's nothing hateful about the gay jokes in this no, Again, I, I said it earlier. It's why, not, why they get away with it's it? It's all about intent and angle. And the angle is basically, we don't give a fuck if you're gay. I'm just not gay. I'm just not gay, but I know you're but gay. I know you're gay. There's not, nothing wrong with it. Just admit you're, you're gay. Because you macromade yourself which a is, pair of jeans. Which is why that we, we can get away with it on this podcast. Because we're, we're not coming at it. Uh, from like the anger of like there's something bad about it we don't give a fuck there's nothing wrong with it we just I'm just not here you are <laughs> um, how does it feel to live in Neverland Ranch <laughs> Neverland Ranch oh Neverland German side no take two how does it feel to live in Neverland Ranch <laughs> Ranch Ranch fuck you ruined it for me how does time. it feel to be autistic yeah. um, on, on, a, on, on a real team on a real ting. On a real ting. Wow, you really can't talk today, can you? I really do believe that I am slightly autistic, and <laughs> I really do believe that they, that the medical professionals that I've seen in my life drop the ball by not by not telling me as a child. <laughs> next week, next week, okay. <laughs> I am bringing them an autism test, and we are doing an autism test on Touching live. Okay. We're going to find out if you are actually as <laughs> as you seem. Beep not that, that. Beep that word out. Well, oh yeah, okay. I'll beep the. I'll beep, beep that it out word. or replace it with the word remedial. Remedial. So remedial is okay, but no the other one's one is remedial. Yeah. Okay, that's that's not being. So how does yet. it feel to live in Neverland Ranch? <laughs> it feels brilliant. I love my house because it's just like there's so many interesting things here. I love your house. Too. I spent like I, I built this kit up here, uh, the L Strike from uh, Gundam Seed. If anyone cares, not that they do. I built that. That was the one I did on stream the other day. Yeah. Um, and I then I was like, I need to reposition it because it had just been stood here with the, the 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 gun cannon the other day, and I was bored. So I spent half an hour repositioning them. I do think <laughs> your transformers look awesome, by the way. Um, Fuck you. Okay, I, it's not even funny. If I was on a date and the woman said, "I don't normally go on dates from nice guys like you," I'd walk out immediately. Really? Yeah. I'd be all like, because the minute she says something like that, she's pigeonholed you as nice guy I can walk all over him he won't put up any kind of fight he will be under the phone she'd be right no when I just don't say a word I get up and I walk out it's like how fucking nice am I now bitch no you wouldn't you would not get up I You'd would be, oh thank you oh, yeah, yeah do you want me to can I carry your handbag is there anything else I can do for you mistress <laughs> yeah see see there we go cut boy can't even defend himself no it's just there's my point because <laughs> um, <laughs> Paul Rudd, talking about someone looking much younger than him, yeah. is ironic yeah. in all kinds of 2005 ways. Considering he's like 64 or some shit. He's old as balls yeah. and still looks the same fucking age, although he's got better hair. I swear to God, there, there's got to be some truth to this Hollywood elite drink child blood, <laughs> and that's why. Because they all do it. Yeah, but no, because you look at some of the Hollywood elite, and they're, they're, they are actually old as fuck. And then you look at people like Paul Rudd, who I wouldn't say was Hollywood oh, elite. Oh, have you seen that? That reminds me. If you've seen, oh, he is pretty much. You can tell. You can tell he's getting into something into murky waters here because his voice gets quieter. Have you seen? <laughs> Have you seen that picture doing rounds on Facebook of Ron Jeremy and Edward Furlong? And it says no. something like, um, "Yo, send me that picture from last night. I bet we look hot." And it's just a picture of them to <laughs> looking fucked up. Edward Furlong. He needs some of that child's blood. Yeah, he's see, that's not what I mean. doing well, is he? There's, there's, these are Hollywood stars and you see them and, you're, and like they, they disappear for a couple of years they come back and they're like oh god you got old and then you've got people like Liz Hurley and Paul Rudd oh Liz Hurley 
I mean, Liz Hurley. She's, she looks her. younger every time I look at her. I don't, yeah, she she must be genuine in like bathing in in yeah. infant blood or something. Yeah, blood of virgins got, every night. Sasha got a part on Gossip Girl. Have you ever erection pissed on your own face? <laughs> no, but that's it. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I had to pause it because it made me laugh, and I was trying to write notes, and I had to stop laughing before I could write notes. Um, with breasts like hers. I really struggled to buy that Kat Dennings' character is too young to have sex. Kat Dennings? I had no idea she was in here. I don't remember her being in here. No, me neither, but I didn't know who she was the first time. I only saw the No, that's the thing, yeah. Once before. She wasn't I, She wasn't a big name no, back then no. when she did this. But yeah, no. Massive titties. Yeah. I mean, she's still got massive titties now, but... Now, at first, it feels like... like how old was Kat Dennings in 2005? I don't know, but it feels like at first... They try and play it down. Yeah. She's wearing all these like very flattening tops and she's trying to play like the younger girl. She was legal. Yeah, but... 19, by the way, guys. But that scene where she's like, oh, I want to have sex and she's kicking off. Yeah. And she opens the door and it's And it's like, just like, bosh! And you're sat there like, go, go. Damn. You're How did you like, get those when your mother yeah. has got like... Your dad must have had moods. Your right? dad must have been fucking huge, mate. Uh, this film needs 40% more Jane Lynch. I've said that. Uh, Javier, the Guatemalan gardener, was a paedophile. Oh, big time. <laughs> but she didn't. But he was gentle as well. He was gentle and he sung her a love song about going to the football yeah. game. So I think it's all right to be a paedophile if you're gentle. <laughs> you need to stop that. No. Something was pointed no. out to me. No. Something was pointed out to me on stream the other day. Um... They were just like I was. I was saying ironic humour like that, and they were like, "No, stop!" Because people can clip this, and they don't hear the ironic part. They just hear you saying this. Don't say things like that because. But I can also point to an entire rich tapestry of back catalogue of this podcast where we talk about lots of other things well, that I are say illegal. Fucked up shit with a straight face, but then we laugh about it after. I've got context and context. Um, what's the really. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? When you're in court and there's been... Reasonable doubt. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Statue of limitations. No, they're the two things I'm hoping for. <laughs> right. Precedent. Temporary insanity. Precedent. precedent. There's been yeah. precedent. Yeah, we have established that you're a fucking lunatic, so yeah. no one takes anything you say seriously. Um, I don't know. What if she laughs at me? <laughs> then you punch her in the head. Yeah. <laughs> have you noticed? Yes. Yeah. Emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah. Yeah, you cry afterwards. Or with like a padded bat or something. With a padded bat or something. Is that what you used on the women you kept in cages? Did you get some of those Hulk smash gloves and you punched them in the head with that? No, I just got two dildos and boom. Boom! The double whammy, bitch. Um, Have you noticed that we've got an awful lot of fucking notes for this film? I I actually don't have anywhere near as many notes as I have had previously. I've still got two pages, yeah? Jesus. (coughs) Do you think if I told a girl I was a virgin, she'd buy it? No. Oh, really? Yes. That says something about me now, right? Yes. Yeah, cool. You, I like you, that. Much, you. As, much as you try to hide it, you do come across as a bit of a lecherous pervert. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not it's not a good aura. You need to realise your shackles. I told you, I have, I have that weird aura, so I have to assimilate. That's what it is. People just as assume that... As possible. People just going to assume that you, you, <coughs> you know, fuck women while they're asleep or something. What? Is that... You're is like that, a date raper. Is that bad? Yeah. And that's your aura you give they, off. They, they're asleep, they can't say no. Sleepy girls don't say no. Boom. Cal Life wears, hacks from Touching. Cal wears the best t-shirts in this film. Nirvana, Sonic Youth, Public Enemy, Wu-Tang Clan. 
you want to know wow. something a, a subtle bit of trivia yeah um all of the bands that he wears are signed to universal that makes sense because it's and a universal film all of the films that are plugged in the background such as um I don't, know about, the, I don't know about Space Nuts, but Dawn, uh, Dawn of the Dead, and there's uh, another one that they mention. Liar, liar. Yeah, liar, liar. Again, all released through Again, Universal. like they use the film as an advertisement, like we used this podcast as an advertisement for your stream, <laughs> and how you were going, going forward. I'm going to use my stream as an adver- advertisement, advertisement for, for this. Patrick. Yeah. We have crossover people. It's the most ambitious crossover since Endgame. <laughs> Touching. And Croon Dog streaming. <laughs> no, Touching and the Lunar Arcade. God. I've seen adverts for them fucking games. Play this game, try not to come in under 40 seconds. <laughs> Why can't we be streaming that shit? Because they all want you to sign up with a credit card and we don't have a company credit card yet. We need to get a company credit card. We need to start the company. <laughs> yeah, no, we so should we can, register us as a so company. That like 12 quid we made, we don't have to pay tax on. Um... Fuck her while she watches Murder, she wrote. She'd probably find that erotic. Yeah. Trish is a gilf. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a sexy grandma. Which reminds me, I was hit on by a 50-something-year-old woman at the garage Ruiner. a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was it was awfully weird. Go back to hers. She invited me back. Go, go back to hers. Take the uh, the crocheted blanket off and nail like that shit. It 11 o'clock at night. No, sorry, like quarter past 10 at night. They're doing their fucking changeover thing at the garage where you have to stand outside the garage for like half an hour while they just slowly move one coin into their bag, making you wait and get out. <laughs> and this woman's behind me with what I assumed at first was her daughter. They were both terribly drunk, which is why she started hitting on me. Mm. And, uh, but then they started, she, they were kissing, so then I kind of thought maybe it was the girlfriend. I, I'm not sure. But she called she said, oh, I know she was drunk. She called me. She said, you are gorgeous. Um, you need to get out there and grab women because any woman would be lucky to be with someone like you. <laughs> God damn. Then she invited me back to hers. And before I could reply, the girl, the daughter slash girlfriend, looked, up to, look, looked up, up to me very seriously and went, there will be no threesome. <laughs> At which point I was just lost for words and then they... They served me and I, I ditched. Wow. I mean... Yeah. Was she bleeding heavily from her, he- her head wound or <laughs> no, something? she was incredibly drunk. She was very drunk um, and clearly very old. She must have left her glasses at home. Where am I? I'm very discreet, but I'll haunt your dreams. <laughs> Money chart line. <laughs> I... Yeah, no, that, yeah, that yeah. is... Yeah, that was true, right? Oh, yeah, I could be discreet, but I'll fucking haunt you. I mean, wow. Do you know how I know you're gay? I know we've discussed this before. I know it shouldn't be funny, but it still is. Do you know how I know? Was it? I, do I know? Do you know how I know you're gay? No. Because you're holding each other ever so gently. <laughs> <laughs> and how glad are you that we never had to attend one of those awkward planned parenthood oh, yeah. meetings? I, back in the day, I always used to just send uh, my girlfriend at the time. One of them, her dad was a sexual health nurse. Yeah. So it was just making it rain with the free condoms. Yeah. And others, I just used to, they used to swing by the sexual health clinic and just basically grab the free condoms yeah. that they had there. So, I never went to one. I and was. then I got old enough to just go and buy my own fucking condoms if from I'd Amazon. One, I, pro- <laughs> I probably would have been the little Jewish kid. 
That little Jewish kid was. Everyone. Do you have any extra large condoms? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Seth, you have a tiny penis. <laughs> Sounds like my Friday night. We were. We, we went. You to went to temple, temple. Seth. <laughs> he is every every guy we knew between the ages of about fourteen and twenty. Yes. Yeah. Oh God, yes, and some of them still now. I still know some people like that. You're I work f- with some of them. You're throwing too many big words at me. And because I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. <laughs> is this why I fall out of people at work? Yes. Yes, it is. That's why the idiots hate me. I was going to say it's the other way round, but... <laughs> I understand big words. I might not be able to pronounce them or use them properly in a sentence, but I understand them. <laughs> like misandry. <laughs> like, um... Oh, nepotism. Ne- nepotism, I love that word. I used to think it was something to do with nipples. I once had to explain to every single person in my office a couple of years ago when I worked with a racist. That it's not something to do with nipples. What the word meant, because none of them know. <laughs> well, it doesn't then, surprise me. And then I guess they all took it as disrespect because they run me out of town. <laughs> I feel for Andy when he rides his bike into a pothole. I can't drive anywhere without encountering <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, well, did they shoot that down Southern Way? Yeah. They just, they just <laughs> flew over to Harlow just to film him crashing into one of the epic We could fucking... make our own pothole, but we might as well go to the home of potholes. The home of potholes. We export Harlow potholes. in Essex in the UK. They've got more potholes than they've got crack addicts, and that is saying something. That is something. saying something. However, we now know how to get it fixed. Yeah. You need to spray paint yeah, a massive Japan, cock and yeah. balls around it, and the council because will Because we're in 48 hours. There's no pothole anywhere. There's no pothole. Yeah. How do I find a woman that would offer to dress up like Wonder Woman for me? That's a serious question. This is not even a joke. For the pod, this is a serious question. I mean, I would Where say... Where do I find a bitch like that? I would say uh, get you a, a short girl who went to university in Cambridge, but um, I already did that, so... <laughs> she hasn't offered to dress up as Thor for me. Amy, if you're listening, don't worry about it. You don't have to. <laughs> I've got the blonde wig. I'll dress up as Thor. Yeah, yeah. You can peg four. <laughs> yeah, we can call the strap on Mjolnir. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll get S.H.I.E.L.D. to set up a, a, a lab around the impact point. <laughs> Serious question, though. I just want a girl that's going to dress up like Wonder Woman for me. I mean, you just could be- go to certain parts of the internet, but... Yeah, but before I get too old and I can't get it up anymore... I mean, you want, are old as fuck. I just want to fuck Wonder Woman. I mean, if right. you dress, I'll tell you what, here's a deal, ladies. If you dress like Wonder Woman, your ovaries are safe. Dre- <laughs> Reggie's birthday is coming up, guys. So we're going to no, chip him. No. Get him a no. hooker. I don't want to dress hooker. as Wonder Woman. It doesn't have to be a transsexual hooker. It's just bonus points if you do. I don't want a hooker. It won't be a hooker. It'll be an escort. I just or want a, a crack girl. Whore. A girl. Who has 24 hours of momentary blindness and silliness and decides that she wants to sleep with me. We're back to drugging girls again. No, drugged, sober, just, you know, mentally unhinged. Okay. For 24 24 hours. hours. So she has to, like, have a really bad concussion or something. Yeah, just so, you know. And a Wonder Woman concussion. I mean, I suppose if I put her in the boat and drove down Southern Way, she'd have a concussion. Yeah, do all the potholes. (laughs) All the potholes. (laughs) And, you know, once we've done the Wonder Woman, if you want to dress like Supergirl, that's fine as well. Um, to be fair, Supergirl, that would be hot. I love how, hang on, I love how the baby shower is being held up in the club. Yeah. Um, I wish Amy had done that. That would be me. That would be much better. <laughs> You'll find me in the club. 
So packing, uh, and we discover that packing, packaging up mint inbox action figures gets older women hot. Yeah, that's where you're going wrong. You should have asked that 50 year old if she wanted to come back and see your mint inbox action man. Oh, I don't have one though. I should have brought her around here. She was so drunk, she wouldn't have kept you bring her out here. Yeah. Show her some action figures, she'd get all lubed up, then you take her home. This is Rooney. Please ignore the pegging. Right, look at all the toys. We can box some of them up. Oh, oh, you're already hot. You're already hot. Here's the Wonder Woman costume guy. And the bushes out the front. Rooney, get the jar for the ovaries. <laughs> no girl that's ever listened to this podcast is ever going to come near me again. No. Um, when are you going to hire a hot girl to work on Touchy to get me out of my funk? Nobody ever hired a hot girl for me. We should start doing things like that for the pod once we actually start making money. I will, I will hire a hot secretary. In 99.9% of occasions, if we ever have to hire anyone to work on the pod, you know, the job's going straight to Stacey. But this is the 0.1% time that Stacey, sorry, you don't get the job. You don't get the job. Regardless of you know if you dress up like one we, we need some eye candy that isn't married yeah and uh family doesn't intimidate us <laughs> <laughs> yeah the intimidating part is the most important part yeah yeah um now this note i i i started to write this note and amy actually came out because she was flitting back and forwards so i was watching yeah. this yesterday uh drunk andy when you were ill what when i was ill yes yeah. i watched this yesterday afternoon i'm making the most of being off sick um Drunk Andy is the older male version of Drunk Amy. Yeah. And she said that herself. She's like, I just, when he, the moment she said it was when he goes, now I've got to go, I've got to go find me some hoes. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, she was just like, oh my God. That is just the older male version of Drunk Me. I was yeah. like, yes, dear. Yes, it is. Because Drunk Amy is so much fun. Maybe I should get Amy to find me, get her drunk, send her out into the world, and she can bring me some hoes dressed as one of them. Um, no, because if there were any drunk host dressed as Wonder Woman, Amy would be trying to smash. Yeah. Oh, sloppy seconds. Sloppy seconds. Oh when your God. son is born, is he already on parole? <laughs> <laughs> Followed by, how many pots have you smoking? <laughs> oh, two good lines. Um, and that's me done with notes now. Slutty Elizabeth Banks. Can we just take a moment to appreciate Absolutely. what this film... Yeah. Bought to escape the, to the world. The donations yeah. that this film made to Wank Banks the world yeah, over. Absolutely. Because Big up Elizabeth Banks. That is something else. Yeah. <laughs> um When Andy comes out of the bathroom, yes. um, which I think he's insane for doing, and the other three are stood there, I had some that was some real um us flashbacks back in the day, because that is definitely the sort of thing that yeah. happened to us back oh, then. One of us would come out of somewhere or be doing something and the others would just be there and you'd be like, oh, shit. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no, we got in here because reasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Andy sells his toys, makes half yes. a million. I thought half a million was a bit of an exaggeration. I thought it was more like 100 grand. Well, she says 100 grand, but then we find out yeah. that he sold all of them because he wasn't going to sell all oh, of okay. them. And he sold them all and he made half a million. I, Even for half a million... I wouldn't sell all of my toys. How much do you, how much do you, if you solved all the crap you own? Uh, none of mine's mint in box and a lot of it's not vintage because I. 20 quid? I commit the, <laughs> I commit the cardinal sin. No, I know that um, I've got a, um, I've got a Boba Fett figure somewhere. He's not up here. Yeah. A signed one. Um, he's worth a few bob. I know that. I've got a couple of bits that are worth a few bob. Um, 
but most of it isn't because I, I committed the cardinal sin in collector sins of buying things because they're cool yeah, rather than that. Box, I take all of my shit out of the box yeah. and yeah, so it's not worth anything. You didn't have the um, willpower of a second grader. No, I did not. I used to know someone like that and we had a lot of the same toys growing up and uh, half of his were still in boxes or were displayed very nicely in display cases on shelves. Do I know this person? Yes. Accountant. Oh, really? Yes. He was one of those. Yeah. All of his stuff was in display cases on shelves or still in its boxes. It doesn't shock me that he had that willpower. No. Not because at all. he was a boring motherfucker. Um, he was a randy lover. Yes, he really was. And I'm going to say it, even though I warned you that this would be a, a point of contention. It's all right. You're allowed to, to like stuff. Best I mean, ending scene of any film ever. Don't at me, internet. Do you know how I know you're gay? <laughs> That last sentence. No, when he just comes to it, and it's, this is the dawning of, and they're there, and Paul Rudd's got his thing tied around his head, and they're just yeah. dancing topless, and it's ridiculous. I didn't really get it, and I didn't really appreciate it, but Did I... Did that not happen for you when you no. um, had sex for the first time? No, I was so drunk I couldn't remember it. Solidarity, bro. My... I was so drunk I couldn't finish. My first time. <laughs> or did it even happen? I mean, you didn't finish. Well, it did the following morning. Yeah. And my... then Paul Rudd came out dancing topless wearing a bandana. <laughs> my first time was actually been my in the second cupboard. time. Because the first one, I know it happened. But that's as much. My, my as first I time. Know. My... <laughs> this, is, this is the only reason people listen to that. It's for the real insights into our lives. Yeah. The stuff that up until this point has been secret. The first time... I was so drunk. I'd splashed out on a on a massive first bottle time of vodka. I was so drunk. I put on a tennis dress. I put on a tennis dress. No, that wasn't the first time. No, I know. That was that was <laughs> that was another time. About time fifty. Um, the first time I was so drunk. We'd got drunk on. Um, we had the house to ourselves. We'd got drunk on Smirnoff and Coke yeah. because I splashed out on the good stuff. Um, that after going at it for about twenty minutes. We both both mutually agreed that we were too drunk and we'd stop and try again the morning in the following morning. The morning that morning after, we were up at about half five, at it like rabbits and it was amazing. But that first time we were just there forever and we were just like, This is going on forever. We are too drunk for this. Should we try again in the morning? Yeah, good idea. <laughs> that's that's how you know it was the first time, because twenty minutes normally would be like, oh, do you know, we're doing well. We're doing well. Like, you must be satisfied and everything because I'm going long enough. Not, Jesus, this is going on forever. I thought this would be over by now. <laughs> yeah, it should have been over by now. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and then, like, the morning after, yeah, um, I started singing uh, 70 songs about Let the Sunshine. It reminded me, like, the end, the end of this film reminded me of um, This is the End. Which also ends with a musical also number. Also ends with a yeah. musical number like that. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. I absolutely love that ending. I don't mind that one because that's Battery Boys and that's a banging song. <clears throat> the only banging song Battery Boys ever did, but that is a banging song. <laughs> and that's all of my notes as well. How does the Aquarius song go? Do you this know it? Do you know? is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Right. I only know that bit. I'm, I'm going to do my outro and then you're going to sing that. Am I though? Yeah. Couldn't I just do that sunshine because I know that bit. Because uh, who covered that? Um, what are they called? Uh, the guy that was in Test Icicles. His band. I know you. I can't remember who they called. But yeah, they they did a cover of that, okay. and it's really good. Okay. And I like singing it in my car really loud because basically it's like 
it's like two minutes of like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, and then they get to the Let the Sunshine bit, and it yeah. goes on for about ten minutes. Oh, okay. And it's awesome. Who's the guy in Test High School? To the internet! Yeah. I know who you're talking about, but I just can't remember. Because I saw him at Reading one year. Did you? Yeah, he walked past me and he, he, started... he complimented, me on my, complimented me on my denim jacket I was wearing at the time. Oh, okay. Because he was wearing the same jacket. started a new, had like a second like kind of solo thing, didn't he, with an acoustic guitar? If I'm thinking the right person. Oh, I don't know. I, yep. I... Oh, Devontae Hines. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Lightspeed Champion. Yes, Lightspeed Champion. That's who I'm thinking about. Yeah. And yeah, his solo thing is Blood Orange. I went to see Test Icicles once. It was possibly, and don't take this as a bad thing, right, <laughs> listeners, because I thoroughly enjoyed the gig. But it was possibly the one gig that was more of a shambles than a reverb gig. Wow. It was just constantly falling apart at all times. That's quite an but achievement. Part of it constantly falling apart at all times was mesmerising, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I really like Lightspeed Champion. I was actually listening to one of their songs this morning. And then I bought a Tess Icicles t-shirt and one time I ran into... Oh, what's, what should I call her? Gay Face? <laughs> <laughs> he kept trying to buy my Tess Icicles t-shirt from me in the middle of... Uh, <laughs> in the middle of uh, Spoons one night, yeah. Wow. Good old so, Gay Face. Scores! <laughs> oh, 7.5. Yeah. Gets a 7.5 from me as well. I am shocked that it's taken me this long to watch again. And I'm horrified that if we hadn't covered it on the pod, I probably would never have watched it ever again. It's it's a surprisingly good it film. It really is, yeah. It and shouldn't be as good as it is. And now I'm scared that there's a lot more films out there that I'm going to miss out of watching because I'm just like, oh, it was all right, but... Well, that's why we, we suggest films to each other. Yeah. And we don't normally say no when one of us suggests a film. Uh, do we want to do Goonies next week or do we want to do Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Up to you. It's your choice next week. One eternity later. Fuck it. We'll do, we'll do Goonies. We'll do Goonies next week. Wow. Now yeah. that is an old school film. That is. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't seen it. that in a long time. Right. Find what you love. Believe in it. Positive things will happen. Go. Let the sun shine. Let the sun shine in. The sun shine in. Let